Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Bits and Pieces podcast, episode 56, uh, our second one of this year, though. So yeah, I'd like to um, welcome in everybody uh, to the Bits and Pieces podcast. Uh, so what we do on the podcast is we normally do sort of what we call spotlights, where we spotlight a games that we've played, either most recently or some time ago, but we like to um, spotlight those games. Well, I think we've got a couple of spotlights tonight, and then we normally talk about some gaming news. And there's quite, I think there's quite a bit of juicy news this week. We've actually finally got a bit of juicy news. It's been a while, but we got there in the end. And uh, yeah, normally we end up with a uh, Beth joke of the week, but unfortunately Beth isn't going to be able to make it tonight, so she's not being. Uh, but it is with uh, my pleasure to warm welcome back one of my co-hosts who has been on off on. Um, a podcast for some time now, um, due to uh, unfortunately uh, having some ill health and stuff like that. Yeah. But also, prior to Christmas, he normally has two weeks off. We mentioned it on the yeah. podcast a while ago that he normally has two weeks off over the Christmas, um, the old festivities and stuff like that and into New Year. But, um, yeah. it's a nice welcome, warm welcome back to my uh, one of my co hosts, um, the Freddie Show. Welcome in, Freddie. How you doing? Hope you're good, hope you're well. And a little bit more better than you have been, yeah, at least. Better yeah. You're better than you are. I'm still and alive. You're still alive. <laughs> this is the main thing. And also, we have Bacon Sarney, who's obviously been with us for some time now. So, yeah, welcome in, Bacon. Hope, you, hope you're good as well. Hope you're well. All good. Thanks, mate. You? Good. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. All good. Uh, yeah, so um, it is just going to be the three of us. But as I said, normally there is four, and uh, Peter Beth can't make it in this week, unfortunately. Uh, so yeah, uh, that well, let's. Uh, I suppose what we should do is just um, uh, get started in with some of the um, spotlights. As I said, we do some spotlights. Do you, then we're going to gaming news, and uh, also Bacon recently has been doing. Uh, he's been helping out with some tech news. Have you got any tech news this week? Or uh, VR I do. News? You do? Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, we had uh, we had CES this past week. Yes. Um, so there's quite a bit. I, I've had to trim it down because there was a lot. <laughs> um, so I've kind of got a couple of things a little bit more in depth than others. But yeah, there's there's been a lot of movement in the VR space. Excellent. So we'll be looking forward to that um, later on in the show. Uh, so yeah, as as I said, then we always start off with our spotlights. And um, uh, so who's got spotlights and who doesn't? Who wants to start us off then on this week? I have a couple. I have a couple because I've missed a few. So I've got a build up of. Uh... Right. So, do you know, I've got one spotlight, and I've got one what I'm going to call highlights, which is initial impressions. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what we should actually mention. Like, yeah, we we normally have like because I I also have a spotlight, but it's also it is it's a it's the main spotlight for the game that I've played recently. Um, in fact, I I actually finished playing it today. Um, so I'm going to be talking about uh, my spotlight yeah. a little bit later. But uh, but it's also a game that I had highlighted. Mm-hmm. Um, quite recent, um, a couple of uh, a couple of episodes back. So, um, so yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. Um, and Bacon, uh, you don't have any spotlights this week. Sadly, not. No, no I just have not had the not chance. Not time. No, that's that's fine. But I think we've got enough spotlights to cover um, the section anyway. Um, so, Freddie, um, would you like to, as you as it is your first week back on the podcast, yes. would you like to would you like to start us off then? Yeah. Um... I've been uh, playing a little a little indie game um, called uh, Vampire Survivors. Now I think this has been mentioned in past tense a couple of times uh, on the on the podcast. Uh, but if you don't know what it is, it's a bullet hell roguelike 
Survivor game, it is cheap as chips, it's under a fiver of all of the DLC, and it's one of the best games I've ever played, like in terms of bullet hells. Uh, so you have this you have this character system, uh, there's various characters, they all have different abilities. Uh, one has long range weaponry, one has cooldowns, one has area of effect, one has they all start off with various weapons. So that you think like uh, a starting deck in your in your in your hand, you get your your basic ability. So all of these characters are various names, all different. It's all it's like done in 16-bit style graphics. It's very retro. And the reason it's like that is because so much is on the screen. You don't even know what's happening half the time when you get to the final waves. So it's a wave-based generated game. Um, you kill things. You uh, you have a state. You don't control where the gun fires or where your or your stuff fires. Um, and how it, how it works is you've got to avoid the enemies with your WSD keys or controller, and you you run around the arena. Uh, avoiding everything and collecting the XP orbs they drop after you kill stuff. Uh, and when you kill things and level up, every level up you get to pick an upgrade. And these upgrades give you weapons uh, or passive abilities depending on what you build. And you build it like you would a deck of cards, uh, like in a, in, a, in a card game. Um, and it basically the whole premise is you survive as long as you can until you die, and then you die. Um, which is basically what happens, and it's quite it's a quite a short game. There's no story mode. There's no there's no like um, longevity. There's, no, there's no like you think there's no longevity, but because there's so much that happens uh, in the game, the whole thing um, really kicks off once you start getting past the opening sort of twenty levels, and then you start to really upgrade your weaponry and passive skills. So passive skills are just of XP gain. Uh, weapons boost, uh, cooldown reduction, damage reduction, health regen, shields, AOE effect that keeps your enemies at bay, um, and other various things that happen um, in the game itself um, that you can pick on. This is uh, over 100 weapon types, and there's 50 odd passive types you can get as well. And uh, it's uh, it's really well done. Um, it's on Game Pass as well. Um, if you're not um familiar with it um you can try it out on game pass but it doesn't include the dlc the dlc includes a different area more zones more weapons more things uh to do um which is great and uh it's a it's a very well done um experience like i said there's not much to it um it's quite basic in terms of how it looks sound design is pretty good for it uses like retro sounds um and it's all done very well indeed but you know, it's a very simple game. So it really isn't much to talk about other than run and kill stuff. Uh, like I said, you can try it out on Vampire Survivors. It's five pounds to buy on Steam with the DLC. I think it's four pound forty-six with the DLC and the main game. Well, the main game is three pound nineteen if you just want to pay for the game. But it's peanuts, and it is a very addictive game. There's so many runs uh, you can pick on, and um, it's just an exceptionally good um, game that works. As it you know, as it does it, it does exactly what it says in the tin, you know. So, um, highly recommend you pick it up, try it out, see if it works. Uh, like what's the thing? I'll get distracted because my camera's just frozen. Um, it's it's, it's really well done. I, uh, the one thing I do like about it is you can there's little Easter eggs in the game. So there's like head nods to Resident Evil, Bayonetta, Devil May Cry, um, that sort of stuff. Is it's very sort of. Nodding, nodding to the like, other action games, if you like. Um, 
there's no there's no like there's no like waifu characters or like you know eye candy um everyone in this day and age is you know, usually sort of there's quite a lot of uh, copycats of this uh, of the vampire survivors and there's one called sexy survivors which is a completely different game and uh, i looked at it and i was like yeah i don't think i can play that one <laughs> it's a bit too naughty for my takes <laughs> um but there is but the bullet hell graphics and the way it was played was actually better than Vampire Survivors, and it was like four pound, and I was very tempted to buy it. But uh, I was like, no, I stick to the original. Well, there's, there's quite a few uh, good ones. Um, there's a, I know this isn't directly uh, a dual shout out, but there's another one, another copycat called Spellbook uh, Demon Slayers, uh, which is two pound, and it's exactly like Vampire Survivors, but better graphics and better thought out shenanigans. So if you're not you're not not convinced of Vampire Survivors, check out that one instead. Um, I again, cheapest chips, packing it. It's like a pain for a burger or some sweets or a pint. Uh, you know, you, you won't be disappointed. Pick them both up for seven quid. Uh, you know, absolutely fantastic games. Great time sink. Really, really uh, enjoyable experience. Um, but like I said, there's not a lot to it. There's no, there's, there's no, there's no, there's no story mode. But the in-depth build mode. Let me put it this way: there's about a thousand builds you can do in the game. It's, it's like endless. It's like limitless, and it's, they're also they're all really fun. The fact that you can uh, you have uh, one of that is you have cats come and attack stuff for you. They literally the whole screen is swarms of cats, and they fight, and they make this little like cartoon ball of fighting, and it does massive AOE damage, and it's really funny. Um, the other one you have a dog that shoots fruit out of his ass, <laughs> which is hilarious. Um, and then you've got uh, like the usual suspects, like you've got the you've got the lady with the whip, you know. And you've got the guy with the shotgun gun. You've got the old guy with the Bible. And you know, there's loads of stereotypical characters you can pick from. Bayonetta's is in it. She's hidden now. I don't know how to unlock her, but she's in it. Well, she's, she looks exactly like Bayonetta. I don't know if she's called Bayonetta, but everyone refers to her as a Bayonetta, Bayonetta character with the guns. Um, but there's so much to this game that I'm not doing it justice by giving it a little brief description. Um, but yeah, definitely check it out. Vampire Survivors, 100% worth playing. Um, if you like bullet hells and casual games, this is definitely the way to go. It's not stressful at all. You get rewarded for every run, even if you fail. And there's so much stuff to unlock. There's so much hidden things in every level to, to get. And once you've unlocked all the weapons and stuff, you then start finding characters in-game. There's no pay-to-win currencies. There's no there's no nonsense in the game. Um, everything you earn in-game is used in-game to buy stuff. So there's no premium currency or anything like that, which is a rarity in most games these days. Um, but yeah, I'd 100% recommend it. Um, and I've, I've put about 24 hours into this game, so this week uh, alone. Because <laughs> it's just a passive, leave it right, yeah, you just play it while, while doing something else. I've had it loaded up while I've been doing editing. I've had it loaded up. I've been watching people on YouTube and stream uh, and Twitch. And uh, you know, just, I've even bad it up when I was waiting while a game was downloading while playing with the guys the other night. So I was just getting, getting as many games in as I can, as many runs in as I can, just to just to try and beat my scores and get uh, get goals, upgrade stuff, and unlock characters, and and really enjoy the uh, experience. Um, but yeah, it's a game you can just put a lot of time in or a little time, but how much time as you put in, you'll be rewarded, which is a rare rarity again in games these days. They don't usually reward you for a little or a little time you put in. It's usually you have to put quite a lot of time in. But uh, these are one of these cases where the more time you put in, the more you get out of it. It's a bit like Hades. If you played Hades, you understand that the more time you put into that, the, the, the better it gets. That's pretty much how the concept of this game works. It's very similar to Hades. Um, 100% worth checking out. And I'm going to leave it there. 
Yeah, nine, uh, ten out of ten game for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've seen this game, and I obviously seen this game. It's been, it's been about, it's been done about. Uh, it came out quite, uh, for when it when it first came out. I think we we briefly touched upon it, um, like at the time when it, it was launched, and it for such a small game like a indie developer, like it's made masses, um, and I'm I'm. I got it as well, so I've, I've, I've just started playing it. I, although I've, I've owned it when it first came out, I've just started playing it. I was like, "This is so addictive! <laughs> it's such a cool, um, such a cool little game." But yeah, like you said, it's a um, bullet bullet hell sort of game, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, there is that difficulty added to it. But I'll, it's really enjoyable. I really like it. It's, um, I'm, um, not just like everyone else, sort of just jumped on that bandwagon. But yeah, yeah, I like it. It's good. Good, good, good. So good, like you said, time thinker. Why should wait? Why should wait for people to yeah ready up or you know join the 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 call? <laughs> I should have. Been, I was like, yeah. Otherwise, it's either that or I start singing. Um, <laughs> for those who are not yeah. familiar, yeah. Um, oh, singing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, when's your album coming out, mate? Well, which I'm never really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, why. Why do I set myself up for that? <laughs> Mister Steve sings the classics. I do indeed. Yeah, and the Sandman. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I think that's why I got caught out on. Um, but there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with a bit of a Metallica, a bit of an Iron Maiden. Definitely, no, those those are the best classics. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. No argument from me. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, Freddie, are you um, going to do your next one, or do you want me to do one and then you, we'll come back to you? Yeah, if you do one, uh, please, just I give my voice a little rest a second because yeah. I don't want to lose it right at the okay. start. It's already started to go. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit worried it's going to go completely. <laughs> you could go completely, and there's yeah. plenty more to come. Talk about, yeah, talk about later on. So I yes, want loads to talk about too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have indeed. Yeah. Um, yeah. So okay, then let's let's do that. Then let's um, go into my game. So as I sort of teased a little bit at the start i was just talking about um a game and i never uh yeah i i need to um, go back to what i was saying like at the start i briefly did a what well, i called it a i called it a um a spotlight but it was more of a first impressions burn house lane i've been playing i've been off for a week and i i was like i played it gave it a little go Thought I'd do a little spotlight on it, which again, like I say, it's just more of a first impression. So what I'm going to do, I'm kind of going to go over old ground, but I finally completed it today. Um, and I've got to be honest, it was, um, it's, it's, it's kind of why it's some of it was what I expected, but as a lot, I did not expect. Um, and I'll get into that in a second, but just for, just to catch up on for those who might not be familiar with it, let's, let's first of all, talk about, what the game is and um, what it's about. So Bernard Lane tells the story of Angie Weathers. Um, she's uh, a one foot in the grave agency nurse attempting to complete five impossible mis- uh, impossible tasks in order to win her life back. You've got to solve puzzles. You make friends and enemies. You've got to run, hide and fight in this dark adventure that uh, take you on a trip to another world and back. And it's from Harvester the Games. It is from the makers of Cat Lady as well, which I've just, uh, I must say, I've just actually put out, I'll put it on my 
um, on my wish list when that when I first talked about this. But um, there's a couple of other games. There's Down, Downfall, and also another game that is part of their similar sort of like aesthetics and it's set up. Um, it's ultimately it's a two D side scrolling game. It's an action adventure. Like you got to solve puzzles and stuff along the way. But it's also very very dark um and it's very dark undertones um the even the developers have said it contains scenes of disturbing nature and fear throughout occasional strong violence and gore strong bad language some sexual innuendo and adult theme including alcohol and drug addiction domestic abuse and animal cruelty dis, uh, depression and suicide so they they recommend like this is from the devs themselves are recommending that it should be an 18 plus uh, so it does have a mature uh, content um, added to it and yeah from what i've played through yes it is very very uh dark there are certain themes especially early on early on like the first opening scene of the game depicts um angie in this depressed state that she is um She's ultimately she's lost she's just lost her she lost her husband to cancer. She's just discovered she's got cancer. She's got lung cancer and she's got months to live. So she's got no you know she's reached rock rock bottom and decides that she wants to do is take uh, take her own life end it and that is where the game pretty much starts. Um, quite literally, you're you're starting off in a very dingy atmosphere where you're um, faced with the prospect of having to hang yourself. So it's, you know, suicide straight away off the bat. So you're, you'll play through. You the game is directed in a way that you're kind of forced to see that through, but something happens. and it, But yeah, you get past that, but then you get a phone call and it asks you, could you go and help out George? George is uh, an old man. He lives in a, on a farm. Uh, I think ultimately it's all set in Devon. I think it's um is, is the location for this. So it's down in Devon. Um so it's very much English countryside as well. You've got that backdrop is very English sort of areas. The game is oh, the, I must say the game itself has very good um voice acting. Um the sound is great. The 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 act the actual um the, the, the game itself, the story that plays out is phenomenal. Love the story in it. Um I think there is certain choice matters in it which may determine the outcome of the game. I got one particular ending, which I don't know if I'm happy about it. There's an ending that I did, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and keep it spoiler-free as I can, because I know that, uh, I know the Freddy Show wants to play it himself as well, yeah. so I was trying to minimise, <laughs> I'm trying to minimise the spoiler aspect of it. Again, if there is multiple endings, there's, um, there's about five endings. What I, I, I would so there's, there's so if, so all right. So five endings yeah. gives um means that there's uh you know different outcomes for everybody. So your experiences will sh could be a similar, but you know slightly maybe slightly different as well. I mean, there's there's a lot of set pieces within the game. I I feel that there was a lot of set pieces that were directed. So it was. Whatever was gonna, you you always come to these decisions regardless of whether you chose to. Like there was a, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying trying to sell it without spoiling it. It's really difficult. Um, 
you you kind of made it difficult for me, really. Damn it! Wow. <laughs> I can't I can't sell the game. No, it's, it's, no, it's fine. Go ahead. I'll, um, I'll, okay, there was, I'll there was play it, so it's fine. There was one particular po- there was one particular point where okay, so throughout the game, you're you're given um, you're given uh, abilities throughout the game, and in the in the style of a cat, you're you're, you're presented with a cat. You'll you'll find a cat, and this cat will have a certain ability added to it. In one ability, it is the ability to get people to tell an uncomfortable truth. And you're only given one a day. Well, actually, I say that, that if you look hard enough, if you find there are certain objects throughout the game, um, I was, un- unfortunately, I didn't find a lot of these, but at certain sections throughout the game, you'll find certain abilities that you can hide. Like, you, uh, you'll go to George's house. He gives you a room. Inside your room, there's a shelf above your bed. If you put... I found a clock, and it was a cat clock. Because I found that, it gave me a second chance to ask an uncomfortable truth to certain NPCs throughout the game. Now, the um, the point of that is that they will tell you something. They will give you an extra piece of information that you otherwise wouldn't have known. So it's well worth using. But you, like I said, you can only use it once if you get if you don't find the little cat. And I'm not going to tell you where it is. You'll have to find it. Um, so yeah, <laughs> you'll have to. Sorry, but you have to play the game to find out. Um, it is hidden throughout. There are hidden objects throughout, and if you find them, it's great. So Burnhouse Lane is the place where people go. Well, they are on. Well, in in Angie's case, she's on the verge of death, so she's been given a second chance of life. But she must complete these five impossible tasks, and she does so throughout the game in chapters. So there are seven chapters, and throughout the seven chapters, you'll need to do these five impossible tasks. These tasks are presented to you by a burnt cat. The burnt cat is a quite an oversized uh, cat. It's all very cat-themed, actually. Um, look at it. Um, so there's a lot of cats involved. Um, for some reason... I approve. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, like I said, it's very heavily influenced by cats, and, and which isn't a bad thing. Uh, and the cats, this particular cat, gives you these tasks. They tell you to uh, go, about your, go about your day, but at a certain point in the day, he wants you to do a task. And there was one, in one particular case I did, there was a character called Mr. Fox. Mr. Fox turns up and you must never speak to Mr. Fox. I'm kind of spoiling it a little bit here, but um, I'm trying to think of an example that I can explain the game better. And this is one example. Um, at some point in during the game, you're going to be um, presented with a challenge. The challenge is do not speak to Mr. Fox. Feed Mr. Fox, but don't speak to him. Uh, you can only speak to him at a certain point. Uh, the certain point comes around once you've completed the task. And it's kind of presented to you in text as well, so you kind of get that. I didn't speak to him, done the thing. Didn't. I, I don't know what happens if you speak to him. I, I must play it back again to find out what I happens. I think I think you probably <laughs> do die. You probably just die. It probably just yeah. ends the game. So <laughs> it's weird because Mr. Fox... Um, Howls. How foxes don't howl. I never quite understood that that mechanic. They yap again. and bark, as far as yeah, they yap and bark, and they're, they're just noisy and they're, they're kind of nasty. Um, I don't say foxes. Little critters. No, they're, they're nasty critters. 
I don't I don't particularly I don't know why people go oh, never, heard foxes. Of a, never heard of a pet fox have you no I don't <laughs> understand why people people like foxes but that's I'm not saying no, I, I'm no, not hating them hunting. but that's <laughs> because we read Fantastic Mr Fox when we were kids yeah and he, <laughs> yeah. he was awesome he was awesome yeah that's what I reminded me it's kind of weird because the, the, the Mr Fox is can I describe the Mr Fox should I describe Mr Fox I think I should Mr. Fox yeah. is a human with a fox head. Human body, fox head. It's, it's, creepy. it's creepy as hell. But that's yeah. that's the darkness of the game. It's like where you're presented with it. It's like really weird, um, really um, weird sort of settings. There's very strange characters throughout. You're going to meet some really weird and wonderful characters for it. The NPCs, some of the NPCs are like fantastic to meet, but creepy at the same time. Um, there's a character called Omar. He owns the kebab shop, and he will give you a task. Mr. Fox gives you a task. There's um, Ben the barber. Later on, we met Ben, but Omar is amazing. The the the, the, the characters you meet in this game are fantastic. <laughs> so some of the dialogue in this game, some of the script in this game, are unintentionally some of the funniest things I've ever heard. You shouldn't be laughing at a lot of the things, but you do. You'll meet Kieran. Kieran is a rather large lad. He's the farmhand um, who looks after the sheep. But get it, he's Welsh. So yeah, I know what you're thinking. Wait, he's Welsh and he looks after sheep? There is that old joke there. And it's definitely played upon. I do feel like that it's played upon really well. Uh, <laughs> when you actually meet Kieran for the first time and he talks about he looks after the sheep and then all of a sudden a sheep wanders into the house it's a weird scenario yeah you go about your day you'll go about your daily business trying to look after George you look after George you make him a sandwich everyone goes to bed and then you wake up in Burnhouse Lane or for some reason you're in Burnhouse Lane you're like you'll fall asleep and you'll wake up there or you'll fall down some stairs and you'll wake up it's like you're um you'll get tra uh, transported to Burnhouse Lane, which is the nightmare scenario of the game. It's where everybody goes who has died or is about to die, and you're meeting these people. You'll, you'll meet um, certain creatures of a night. Um, like I said, you'll meet Omar, who owns the kebab, who has a very dark, kind of twisted thing about him, where he's sort of... He comes across as being friendly, but you're not sure whether he understands what he's doing. Because it's like, are you sure? <laughs> he's offering you this kebab and you think, I don't want to take your kebab because I don't know where it's been. Is it even me? Is it, or is it, is it human me? Because I'm not sure. There is that, there is that sort of slight um, doubt there. And I often, I was playing it through thinking, is he real? Is he for real? Is it, is this like the, you know, the demon's barbershop? Um, of you know, what's his name? The Demon Barbershop of Fleet Street. Is it? Is that? Is that where we're going with this? Is it? Is it actual human meat? Because I'm not quite yeah, sure. Yeah, I know what you mean. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's that. There's always there's always a like slight undertone throughout some of the conversations where you think, I wonder where they're going with this. Um, that you meet some really weird. It's, it's so it's so well written that some of the main protagonists in this are evil as sin. And um, some of the, the things that you're, you're here, not necessarily see, because you won't see a lot of the stuff that happens, but there are, there are certain scenarios. For, I'm trying to, again, I'm trying to spoil it. I'm trying to tone down on the spoiling, but there is a certain character right early on who is a nasty piece of work. And his storyline, his arc is really bad. Like it's, it's 
creepy. It's very, very dark. Again, going back to that, um, there is hints of sexual abuse that you think. And also, um, can I, I don't know if I can spoil this. I'm going to, um, he's a priest. Um, so there's that, <laughs> there's that um, sort of talk about like, well, he's, you know, he's a priest. You go to a church and you're trying to do a task. And one, and I, I'm not going to say what the tasks are. I'm not going to spoil those tasks because I think you need to play them. And that's kind of, um, I think that would be too spoilery if I told you what the what the tasks are. What else can I tell you about this? Yeah, just like the characters in this are just fantastic. The, the, some of the dialogue, like I said, are, it's just brilliant. It is I mean, audio design worth mentioning. The music choice as well. The music choice is really good. Yes, yeah. yeah, thank you. Must mention, yeah, the music choice is is really good in this. The music, the sound design. I think everything about this game is just the gameplay. There are certain sections, like I said. Now, going back to the cats, there's there's three three types of cats that you're you're collect along the way. One of them gives you the ability to ask an uncomfortable truth. One of the other cats will give you the ability that you can help you throughout the game. So there's certain sections in the game where you have to become the cat to uh, get around. Um, the the area that you're in, and that part of the game becomes a bit more of a platform type of game. So you're doing some of these platform jumps. Obviously, it's done in the same style of the animation, so it's it looks kind of clumsy, but it is it's just how it is. It's two D. It's two yeah. D drawing. It's, it's that's just how it is. I'm you know I'm trying to think now what else would uh, what I can do. Yeah, I, would, I did a puzzle today. I did uh, one of the puzzles I did was trying to search for, for items. I played as the we played it through as the cat and we we're collecting certain items. I would say if my, one of my tips in this is make sure you do explore everywhere. Cause I, I failed to, I failed to do that. I failed to, um, I failed to constantly look throughout and it's a horror game. I should have known that if you are playing horror games, horror games have this trope of always explore your areas because you'll never know what you'll find. There are certain hidden things At, going back to the, the cat, clock that i found where again i'm not going to tell you where it is but because i searched um mo pretty much every area that i was in that's how i was able to find it one of the puzzles i didn't search i i sort of broke one of my own rules of not searching and um took me a lot longer than i expected so yeah just remember it's a horror game these things are there's hidden things throughout that you I think there's, I've missed a few things um, throughout. I'm sure there's a lot more. I think there's 30 achievements, and I got about 13, I think. So there's still a lot. Um, according to Steam, on record, I've got about 19 hours. I think the game itself is about 11 to 12 hours. That's just because I was chatting throughout. So the game was left open for a long time. So, yeah. That's probably what that is. Like Freddy said, there's about five endings in this, so yeah. I managed to get one. I do want to go back and play play again just to find out if I can get any others. The story in this really plays on your emotions at times. Um, it works really well with that. It's um, I'm not again not to keep it to keep it spoiler free. I'm not going to tell you the ending that I got, but the ending that I was given really um, played on the old feels a little bit, and I'm I. Pretty are like I like to think I can be quite hardcore towards um playing horror games and I get jump scary just because you know I, I 
I but I never feel like playing any sort of so single player games. Um, whenever you take uh, the horror aspect of it away, um, I like to think I can play through without feeling anything. But this really, um, yeah, the ending that I got made me feel a little bit like, you know, I, I was very very um, emotional about getting towards the end of that game, um, just because it's so well written and so well like the connection that you have with certain characters. Um, again, going back to one of the protagonists, you feel so strongly hate, so much hatred towards the characters, but there's also characters that you feel a lot of empathy for, um, and you can feel quite emotional towards certain characters as well. So the, the writing is fantastic. Like to draw you in, in that sort of level where you hate in one, in, in one side you hate, and then another side you just like feeling like, strongly emotional to yeah. characters so yeah there's there's it's very mixed emotions going f- as you play through this game uh what else can i say about this without again try not to spoil it but yeah um oh yeah the, uh, there's another cat that gives you the ability to um bring corpses alive uh which is fun which is actually a quite fun fun uh, <laughs> segment of the game i don't i don't think a lot of it got used like um i don't think that got used as much as it should have though Unfortunately, um, I'd like to have seen that being used a little bit more. I think they could have done a little bit. They could have done a little bit more with that uh, mechanic. I guess. I guess they felt like it needed to be there for one section of the game. But it, after you've done that section, it was sort of like got dismissed. Unless, unless the playthrough was um, done differently, I don't. I don't see how. But I'd, um, unless the game, unless the game wants you to play through. Um, another scenario where that it probably does exist i don't know um i've only played one playthrough so it's hard to say at this stage but yeah there's so much there's so much to talk about in this game and i just can't find i can't find all the information it's, um enough i can't bring forward enough information from uh, i played it just today i finished playing it just today and there's so much that i wanted to say about this game and i just can't think of it it is just a really good game to play definitely worth it's well worth the eleven thirty nine. That's it's been asked on Steam. I would I would definitely pay for an indie game. I would never like when it comes to these sort of games. The fact that I've put in, well, like I said, I've put in just under twenty hours. But if the game is only eleven hours long, but it does have replayability in the fact that it's five endings, so you've you've got that as well. Technically, you'd be playing it through five times to try and get those endings. So. You know, yeah, it's 11 hours, but if you've done that five times, that's, uh, you know, it's like 40-plus hour game, isn't it? Um, basically. Um, and let's face it, we've, we've spoken about AAA games having too much content because it's just padding. This is replayability. You know, this is, this is I think this is worth it. For 11.39, give it a go. Drop, add, a, add, a, add it to your wish list. Um, and look out for their other games. Um, it is Harvester Games. I don't know if I mentioned that, but yeah, Harvester Games. Check out their library. They've got um, a lot of their games are pretty much similar along their theme, as I already mentioned, like as Downfall and the Cat Lady. And I know that I think Freddie has actually mentioned he. I think he played through on um, Cat Lady as well. So, uh yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's it's a good game. I loved it. I'm glad I came back to it. I'm glad we've done the full game review rather than the opening sequence, which is what I've done, first of all. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I can't think of anything that I've missed, have I, 
without spoiling it realistically that's what i'm trying to aim that's what i'm my aim of this spotlight was always sort of revisit it re-mention some of the mechanics but also let you know that the uh the ending was was bloody <laughs> it was a good ending compared to some AAA games it's just it's a nice single player story um i say it's nice yes it's it has those strong very strong dark adult themes to it but you know if if you're prepared for that then you know you know obviously take that on board when playing it uh what else can i add to this what else can i add to this i don't know no i can't think of anything else just pick it up give it go (laughs) just yeah just a must own game yeah it is a must own must own game give it a go um especially if you're an adult gamer you like adult themes storylines which there isn't enough of to be honest no there isn't no there's not enough adult themes in video games these days they might touch on subjects but the one thing I loved about Burn House Lane was the fact that it deep dives into all the human psyche, the negative side of it, how it affects you, how it makes you feel. And the, you know, there was a, quite a few times where I got choked up as well, listening to some of the dialogue, which I could relate to um, quite a lot. Um, it's, you know, it's, I don't know how I didn't get nominated for any awards. Uh, I think it's because it came out. Did it come out after the Game Awards? Um, it came out on the 2nd of December. So yeah, it would have missed. It would have missed out. It would have missed just just missed out on the. Um, they usually do the voting yeah, just before just yeah, November. Definitely. Time. For me, I haven't looked back on the games that came out uh, last year. It's definitely in my top five of 2022. Yeah, in games of the year, like it's literally up there with some of the best story and and character development and writing you you'll ever experience. Like. Gameplay nuances aside, and you know certain things that might find infuriating, like nothing worse than getting stuck in puzzles. Um, I think that's one of the few things. I think one of the things we can all agree on that's getting stuck in puddles sucks massively. Um, <laughs> we're not going to mention the the puzzle game last year that was horrible. We'll never talk about <laughs> garbage. <laughs> uh, this, this is for the most part puzzles done right, and you can figure it out uh, with a bit of persistence. Um, but you know, sometimes you have to look up a guide, but you don't, you don't get that impression from the get go. It gives you a fair, you sort of understand what you're getting into right from the start. And uh, it's unfortunate that Steve got stuck for a little bit. But you know, I think in these sort of games, you do hit that sort of because I got stuck in the Cat Lady as well, and I gave up, which is made by the same developer. And um, it's sometimes you just think, oh, I'm gonna have to look it up. No matter how much you think, and you, be, and you look it up and you think, "Oh, really? I've been there like a hundred times." <laughs> I have to go yeah. there and click to this one I little think thing. That's, that's the one. That was that was what I was referring to when I said about explore more. I didn't. Yeah. I, I I fouled on my own sort of um, advice by not exploring. Um, yeah. Yeah. But otherwise, the puzzles. The puzzles are fairly. They're not holding your hand. But they're not. No. They're not making. They're not making it easy. They're not making. But it's not no. too difficult. It's, 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 a, it's a nice balance, actually. It's a nice. Normally, puzzle games can be either really easy at the, you know, and then it just or infuriating. Or infuriating. Yeah. But this, like I said, that came down to my own, my own, um, well, lack of, uh, uh you know, explore exploration. And that's that's where I saw that's the, the only reason on one puzzle. The rest of the puzzle, I I don't think I really needed much help with. In fact, right. I, don't, I don't think I actually had many help with any. Yeah, I mean, there's that moment of like, oh, this is kind of embarrassing. This is kind of awkward because um, I'm streaming at the same time. It's like, oh no, uh, chat, can you help us out? 
But if you've never, <laughs> but I'm, I know, I also know of bigger streamers who have struggled on games that I've played as well and gone, wait, you don't know that? But I, I think there's, there was, there's just that added pressure that you are being watched. I think that also needs to be mentioned. Um, but it's not always um, happens. Like you could, I think without that, um, the pressure that you put on yourself, like from streaming it, um, someone's, not everyone is a streamer. And I think um, if you take away that aspect of it, you might just go, oh yeah, I've just got more time to think about it. Maybe. Um, and I think that's where it can that's where it can ultimately come down. Obviously, I'm trying to justify my own stupidity, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, no, no. Like again, the puzzles they are they they they're, they're not difficult puzzles. They're just they're they're just the right sort of balance. And it's fully voice acted as well. There's there's not um. There's not a single line that isn't voice acted, which yeah, is great. Yeah, yeah. Apart from the, the dialogue, like when she's thinking to herself. Yeah, she inter in, internal dialogue. monologue is is not yeah. said out. Um, yeah, that, yeah, to me that's not quite so bad. You know, that that's mm. an acceptable sort of skip, if you like. Yeah, because it yeah it doesn't unless you're talking unless she talks out loud to herself. Um, you know, or any any main character does that. Um, yeah, it's nice if they do do that sometimes, but it also it makes you believe that she's actually thinking. You know, it gives it more believability, if you like. Also, the one, one thing I will mention, Steve, that I, I think you didn't touch upon was the the blur between reality and non-reality. Yes, I didn't. You don't yeah. know what's real and what's yeah. not real. How was... the what you're doing is affecting the actual world you're in, rather as opposed to this other world you get teleported in. Because you, you, the game does a really good job of making you believe that it's one and the same, but it's not. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. it really does meld the two together, and you actually get, you actually start to wonder: is it all in their head? You know, is it all? Is it all make believe? Is it all like just because she's ill and it's the situation she's in, the people she's surrounded by? Is it all the? Is it all just made up? And they're all like in this sort of cocoon where they're all feeding off each other's, you know, negativity, and it's all hyping up everything they're seeing, and it's their own fears manifesting in their in their art in their head, and everything coming at them is they're literally just. The inner demons, if you like, um, you know, coming for them, and they're, they're trying to combat that as well as the as well as um, like physical manifestations in their brain of the illness. Because uh, some illnesses, especially some of the subject matter that it covers, can cause um, hallucinations and you know things of that nature. Especially uh, if you if you're terminally ill, um, some stuff can be really quite harrowing, um, and it, it doesn't it doesn't shy away from any of that aspect, which is which makes it so uh, refreshing. Um, in the terms of storytelling, because there's, there's usually when you get dark topics, a lot of things will skirt around the they'll skirt around it, or they'll mention it in passing, or they won't um, do it justice. And I will give credit where credit's due. The Burnhouse Lane is, you know, they've done they must have done their research on it for how much how hard it hits some of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you know, like I said, you do an involuntary laugh at some stuff. I think there was a couple of times there was a couple of dialogues bit. Uh, especially uh, there's a section that uh, I know, it's not really spoilery, but there's one bit where there's a corpse hanging from a ceiling or a, or a mannequin, and I come in and I, I it was yeah his his guts are hanging out basically it's a bit graphic but it looked like it was his ding dong <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was, and I was, was like, it was like ding dong what's going on here <laughs> yeah. and, uh, it just, just made me laugh like there's just stuff like that. oh no there's there's plenty of. Laugh. There's plenty of moments in the game that, despite its 
very dark undertones that it seems that it carries. Um, there are a lot of uh, moments where I've just, I just bursted out laughing. Um, I, I mean, yeah, again, I'm referring to like uh, uh, Kieran, who's the Welsh sheep handler. You know, that in itself was, was already a joke. You know, <laughs> oh, if you heard about the, uh, well, you know, the Welsh sheep, you know, and all that, you know, but there, there was already, there was already that Im- implemented there, wasn't it? So, you know, it again, it's an adult, it's aimed at an adult's um, gamers, like you said. So, um, you know, maybe some people didn't get that as a joke, but like, yeah, this, this for me was definitely, um, there's play you know the the mixed emotions in this game is, is like there's laughter there's sadness and there's hatred there's so much mixed so many emotions running through playing this game um but yeah no you you're absolutely right and i did i didn't you know what you, what you said about touch not touching on those i should have mentioned it at the start but yeah i completely forgot about <laughs> that that the the mixed reality of like you know what's real what isn't um yeah. you know and that that mental state that someone could be in um yeah uh but i think that pretty much that sums that up for now i think i'm I'm glad i'm glad i finished it as well i'm glad i got to the end of that it was um much much needed is much needed sometimes um i do i do play a lot of co-op games and i always play a lot of co-op games with all my mates um we're all we all gather around sometimes we all um We'll jump in on Discord and we have a little chat and we play these little co-op games and they they are fun. Don't you know they are fun? But occasionally it's nice to sort of pick up a a solo you know single player game. Um, it's sorry, Bacon, you should better. I was about to say yeah. Um, like, like you, it's uh, it's part of the reason why I've been enjoying um, Strange Horticulture so much because it is just a single player sit back and chill. Obviously, it's a bit more chilled than uh, than yours. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's, there's, well, I was going to say there's a there's a lot less murder and things and darkness, but well, it's got its fair of murders, but you don't really see anything, so it's it's less gruesome. Yeah, I'm I'm still I'm still trying to. Yeah, I was I sort of gave that a break. I I started playing it actually. Um, oh, you have nice. Yeah, I started playing it. Yeah, it's um it is like you said because uh, this mm. is coming from last week's uh, uh spotlight. Um, yeah, yeah, and uh, I yeah I played a little bit of that, but I I. I because I had this game first, I was like, you know what? I must finish it. I'll try and finish it. I had this week off and I was like, I'll oh, yeah. finish this game. And I'm so grateful that I did. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I think we can end up there now. I think we should end end that. <laughs> because I think we stretched it out. More than, ne- than necessary, I think. <laughs> I mean, I could talk about it more if you want. <laughs> but I don't see... But with again, without sort of... I'd have I mean, I will go into spoiler territory at this point and start telling you exactly what happens. Worth a go. Give it a go. Just go out and get it. Support your support indie devs. Support your local indie devs. Support your local indie devs. Is that right? Or not local. Whichever. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I'm not even I'd love to know where, where they're from. I I'm guessing they're sort of they must be um I mean Harvester Games. I'll I'd be interested to know where they are from. Because uh looking at some of their games, um it looks like they they focus around in England, so I know that one of their games does at least another one of their games because this one was set in Devon. But um, it'd be interested to know where they're from actually. Oh, right. Just to jump in and answer that question, Mister Steve, um, they are their studio is uh, in Poland. Oh, it's Polish. Oh, they're Polish. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Awesome. All right. Okay. 
Well, right. thanks, thanks to the, thanks to them. I've now found a dev that I um, looking very much forward to playing some more of their games. Actually. Yeah, I've already lined up my next game from them as well. So uh, yeah, stick around for that. <laughs> if you want is, to it, uh, is it is it Lorelei? It is Lorelei. It is. I've got that as well. So uh, yeah. I've got that as I've got that. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go through the cat lady again because I'm I have never finished. Well I've it. got that as well. I've got the so cat lady on my I, I added both of them. Yeah. 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 Worth, worth worth every penny. If you're interested, it's twenty seven quid for a lot of them. Is it really? Yeah. Uh yeah. see now. Yeah, it's it's twelve pounds for Burnout Sling, eight pounds yeah, fifty yeah, for yeah. Lorelei, eight pounds fifty for no cat lady, sorry, the cat lady's a bit cheaper. I think the cat lady's about four pounds. Yes, it is. So, yeah, you could probably find it cheaper on third-party websites. But that's on that's on Steam's price pricing, uh, whatever your regional equivalent is. Um, you know, dollars-wise, probably about thirty thirty dollars something like that. Um, yeah, so if it's all right with you, I like to finish. I like to finish up the spotlights with my my highlight. Uh, the other one, the other game I wanted yeah, to talk about. You can. Um, uh, which is uh, it's been in, it's actually in the news. I've we got some news about it this week um, about its performance in the in the sales department. It's the Callisto Protocol. Um, I've been playing this um, off off stream. I did stream it. Uh, I, I streamed the opening for about an hour and a half, um, and uh, I, I've been I put about four hours into the game now, which is about a quarter of the way in. So it's it's like it's not it's a little bit more than first impressions. And I've watched some playthroughs of it as well, and I've watched a lot of reviews uh, on it. And I think a lot of it is is uh, what they're going about is a. Uh, it's basically done very badly because of the negative reviews it's had. A lot of streamers, a lot of other reviewers have literally hammered it for um, performance issues on the PC, which I can't understand that one. Um, the other main thing is the main thing I don't understand is the combat. Uh, they've, it's literally been hammered and tongued for combat. Um, when it has, if you don't know what, what uh, the Crystal Protocol is, it's basically Dead Space 2.0. Um, it's made by the same development team, or well, most of the same development team that made the Dead Space games. Um, this game had a budget of $150 million. I'm not quite sure why that's getting thrown around so much. Um, it's made in Unreal Engine 4, and, and you, you know, universally agreed, it's one of the best looking games ever made. Um, like the amount of detail in stuff in this engine, this engine is came out in 2014, has now been replaced by Unreal Engine 5. Uh, which most games are now moving over to uh, due to the way it different it renders graphic and graphical engine and, and basically to ray tracing that basically does ray tracing better. You would think this game is is uh, Hollywood movie level. Like they've got Hollywood, they've got Hollywood actors and TV show actors in this. They all do a fantastic job. There isn't a single actor in this in this game that's bad. Every single voice actor is amazing. The, the sound design is amazing. Graphically, it's amazing. And then you get to the gameplay elements, which is level design and combat. And this is where these reviewers sort of lose their mind a little bit. Um, now, um, if you're playing a video game, right, although it looks extremely realistic, you, unless it's a simulation, it's classed as a video game, right? So if you're playing a video game, what do you expect in a video game? Do you expect it to be realistic, super simulation gameplay if it's stated as an action horror game? Or do you think it's going to be a game with game mechanics equate to horror action games? So you see what I'm getting, see what I'm getting at? So straight away, because, because it looks realistic, they're straight away like, well, it has to be realistic then. Or it's as realistic it can be within the, within the universe it's in. 
Um, you go to a prison. This prison is completely run down. You know, um, sorry, I'm jumping ahead of the gun. You start off on the ship. Um, you're you're a carrier. Um, you've been doing dodgy deals uh, for about six months from a backwater planet that has prison on it. Um, during one escapade, your ship gets boarded because you're carrying uh, cargo that's relevant to the story. Um, and basically, the game starts with you crash landing into the planet and you end up in the prison. And uh, the game starts with you wake up, um, up, you know, and it's all hell broken loose. The place is falling to pieces. And like this, excuse me, the, this hell's breaking loose basically, and everyone's mutated, and there's, there's mutants running around everywhere, and you have to figure out what's going on while surviving. Now, the other you know, premise is a bit tropey, you know, it's, it's usually, yeah, it's very, it's not very like original. Um, you know, something's bad happened, it's, we've gone Pete Tong, and it's up to you to escape. Thing is, you're not playing the good guy, you're not playing the good guy, you're playing a bad guy, which, which is, which is, makes the game a little bit different from the usual, oh, he's the hero type. Dude, no, you're not a hero. Uh, you are you are part of the problem, <laughs> or was part of the problem. But for some reason, he's forgotten it, and the game sort of refreshes why what happened and how he is, how he, how he contributed to it all with with his ferrying of his of his of his goods. He basically, spreaded this plague around all over the uh, all over the, the uh, universe. Um, so then he feels responsible, and then he has to stop it, and you know his, his conscience catch up to him. And then you meet other characters along the way. Uh, the, the saboteur that blew up your ship, you end up having to rescue because uh, she's the only pilot in the facility. Uh, you rescue her, and then it's basically corridor after corridor, open uh, in camp space, you know, creepy atmosphere, you know, very well done. It's, it's think, think aliens. Think aliens and predator, you know, the sort of, sort of tension building, um, running around dark, illuminated corridors, uh, so horrible sounds everywhere. And I will say that this whole game is fully motion captured. So it looks, it, not only is the graphics the best I've ever seen, uh, fully motion captured, well, this gives that ultra realistic feel. Uh, and then uh, going back to my original point about the, the uh, gameplay, is that because it's a mine as well, it's a, it's a mine slash prison, there's loads of these weird sort of, um, sort of rock breakers on the wall with those spikes that they used to like break rocks and stuff on. And there's, um, there's like grinders located in the in the in the grinding sections they're not like randomly placed they're in like specific sections of the prison and these grinding machines uh, and giant fans for for uh, airflow are death traps uh, where you can throw the bad guys into or you can fall into and die quite horrifically uh, this this game has some of the best death animations i've ever seen like it's literally makes you uncomfortable <laughs> And uh, so they're all complaining about the the level design, right? With these random traps everywhere. But I'm just like, well, it kind of makes sense. And you like the old phrase is, you're making mountains out of molehills. You know, it's it's not a big deal. You know, there's loads of games that have done that. Dead Space has done that. You've got games like um, Bulletstorm that do that. Duke Nukem has that. You know, there's loads of third person shooters that do this. Of War have have environmental traps as well that you can fall into. Um, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but a nitpick. Um, these uh, these things to complain about, and then it gets to the combat. And the combat is uh, quite simple, to be honest. Um, you have you have a, a myriad of guns. I've only just unlocked the shotgun, um, but the main main focus of the combat is the melee combat, right? And in every game, you have dodge. Yeah, I bacon. When you play a, like an action game, you you have a dodge button, don't you? you? Yep. You dodge left, you dodge right, you dodge back, you dodge forward. 
So in this game, because you don't roll per se, you dodge to the left and dodge to the right. Like you would look if you was a martial arts master. Um, you know, you, these things are slow, they're easy to avoid. So really, it's fodder. It's, the only real challenge comes from uh, like the, the, the harder enemies, like the, the, muta the mutations uh, that happen in real time. Uh, once you've beaten one of these jobber uh, zombies, they have a chance to mutate into something stronger, and, they, and then they can mutate even further. So every enemy uh, past a certain point can start mutating up to three times. And there's one particular enemy in this game that freaked me out so bad that I um, I literally had to pause the game. And there's one section, and it's a little bit spoilery, but it's only their first opening couple of hours. So there's, there's one section where you look up, right, and there's all these human cocoons, all these cocoons everywhere. So it's very alien-esque. And then uh, there's loads of eyes in it, like human eyes, and they all look at you. Like, there's a cut scene, it all looks at you, and I'm like, shit. And out of, this, out of these cocoons come these weird uh, bipedal contorted humans that look like something out of Freddy Krueger, right? And they walk on the ceiling and on the walls and the pillars, and it's just so freaky. And I was like, man, this would be awesome if Aliens did this, right? If we, if we had a new Aliens game and the Aliens walked like this on the ceilings and walls and the corridors, and we had this sort of graphic fidelity, and it was like, you say, you, for instance, you're recreating the Aliens 2 uh, movie, um, it would be awesome. I was just in awe at first, and then I was like, oh, crap, I've got to fight these things. And they teleport, and they, they go invisible, and you have to use sound to locate them, right? I'll give you an instance. I'm looking round with my camera. I'm looking round my little dude. What is going out, right? I'm looking round. I can't hear nothing. I turn around, and the thing is next to me. <laughs> I scared the living crap out of me. And it's like, because his head was like literally right next to me. So it's like it's it's like it's very clever. Like the AI is very good. Um, and then the you wonder is, why like, I don't play these games. Yeah, but it, it's, 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 exactly. But this, this this was so well done, and the fact that it looks so realistic just makes it even worse. Like it's it's just it's everything you want from a horror game. But going back to the combat, because the combat is simple, it's like Marmite. You either love it or you hate it. Right, because it's not it's not it's not a complicated combat system, but the people that have slated it can't even play the game. And uh, there's one particular person that slated it for the combat, and I'm going to rip him apart because what he came what he comes up with is complete nonsense. Now this guy's called Angry Joe, uh, the Angry Joe Show, which is on YouTube, and he's he's quite famous for being angry, and that's about it really. His points are usually mute. He doesn't really have a great grasp on video games anymore because he usually reviews movies and other stuff. Uh, and his his complaint was he wasn't strong enough. He felt me he felt the melee take too long. Um, he's like so for instance, for instance, he's playing on the hardest setting. He's got no upgrades, right? He's got no upgrades. I watched his I watched his playthrough, right? He's got no upgrades. He's not upgrading his gun. He's not upgrading his melee combat. He's not upgrading his um sort of gravity grabber grabber. And then he's wondering why he's struggling to kill stuff. And he's not picking up ammo. He's not crafting ammo when he has the opportunity to. He's not exploring. And he's and he's complaining about the 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 combat. It's like you're playing on a difficulty setting meant for new game plus. Of course enemies are gonna take ages to kill. Of course enemies are gonna eat absolute crap tons of ammo to, to take down. I mean it's it's like going into it's like doing Elden Ring, right? And doing a no level run. It's going to be hard as balls. 
right? <laughs> it's, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't add up. The complaints to the combat doesn't match um, what he's talking about because, yes, okay, if you're playing on the hardest setting, then you know it's going to be difficult. You know everything's a sponge tank. Almost every difficulty equates larger health bars, more damage for them, you take more hits. You know, that's kind of universal for every difficulty setting known to man, isn't it? And woman. And correct me if I'm wrong here, guys, but that's usually what happens when you put things on the hardest setting, right? So you're an idiot for putting it on a hardest setting without New Game Plus because it's not designed for um, a, f- a fresh run like that. Only, only if you've got the skill and the understanding of the game mechanics will you appreciate that difficulty setting and you will be in for a long slog. Uh, there's no denying that. But to use that as a reason to have a go at the game is preposterous. And that's why it's done so badly. It's because everyone has slated it without giving it a fair shot. The combat is actually really good if you do it properly. If you do the combos, if you use a gun when the prompt comes up and shoot them as well as you smack in the living day on the side of them. You use the, you use the environment to your advantage. You use the, the kill traps and you lure them around. And most enemies are only engage you one-on-one because of how the dodging mechanics work. If you do happen to have a two-on-one or three-on-one, you're best off running off and shooting them with a gun or whatever ranged weapon you have. you just got to use your noggin, right? you just got to think, right, I'm outnumbered. I can't fight in an enclosed space. I've got to fall back and, and find cover or, or just get my gun out and start shooting them, right? And if you upgrade your pistol, which is the main thing you have to start with, I've already fully upgraded my gun. I'm, I, I've nearly, I've, I'm, nearly, I'm, nearly, I'm level, nearly level three in all of it, which is the highest thing. And I'm destroying stuff. I'm playing on normal difficulty. I'm not playing on easy. I'm playing on, on normal difficulty. And the game is fine. It's not too hard. It's not too difficult. And again, the death animations are some of the best I've ever seen. The, the security robots can kiss my ass. I bloody hate them things because they're instant death. <laughs> it's, uh, it's like, um, you've got 10 seconds to comply. Like, it finds you, and it's like, target spotted. <laughs> and it shoots like a 150mm hand cannon into your face. You know, you just instantly dead. This, your life bar doesn't matter. You know, you just instantly wiped out. Um, and you can take these things out quickly. Uh, the only thing I will, the only thing I will say about the combat is the hit detection can be a bit wonky with the pistol. Um, I, I, I swear I shot this robot in the head before it shot me, and yet I still died. And I was like, "What?" It took me, a, it took me about seven retries of watching my guy get blown to bits um, before I <laughs> realised I had to sneak up on him and shoot him and hide behind and literally use the environment to my advantage to block his cannon. Otherwise, you're just instantly dead. And there's, you know, there's stealth sections. And um, it's the, what I've played of it, the voice actors, again, going to credit the voice actors, going to credit the acting, the motion capture. Everything about this game is great. It's on sale right now for £39 on PC. Um, I'm not sure if it's discounted on uh, the other consoles right now because they're trying to, do, they're trying to push it a bit more because I, I think it has got a bum deal in the reviews. I'm going to give it a stamp of approval. I really like it. It's, it's an excellent follow-up for the... the uh, Dead Space, uh, ex Dead Space team, and I'm looking forward to what they do with it. It's DLC planned, there's expansions planned for it. Um, there's a new game plus and other additional things are going to be coming in February. Um, you know, there's, there's a really, really good uh, game here, and it's not been given a fair cop by these idiot reviewers that can't play video games, don't know what they're talking about, 
don't know how to how to gauge a game based on its mechanics, can't use the mechanics to actually play the game properly, and then they complain that they can't do it. I mean, just piss off, all right? If you can't play the bloody game, don't review it. Okay, if you're if your if your review is I can't do it, I suck, it sucks because I can't do it, don't play it then. Right? It's quite simple. I'm so sick of these stupid low effort media reviews that don't put the time it is take takes to get good scrub right this is quite simple right these games require a bit of skill and you can and again i will say there is accessibility options where you can turn all of that off and you can have auto aim auto dodge auto reload auto lock on you know it's this is this stuff in the game built for those a lack of skill that can't respond quick enough. You know, now I'm not trying to be fun. I'm not trying to pick on people that have disabilities or, you know, don't have fast reactions. You know, that's unfortunate, but the game, the game has options for those sort of players to help them out. So journalists, video game journalists, I'm looking at you, right? You can't play video games, stop reviewing them and go and get a proper job. Right? It's, it's literally, you suck. Every time you come out of a review, you just say it's crap. And then it's tank. It tanks the, it tanks the games without anyone getting a fair shot or a fair cop at, at experiencing the game for themselves. Um, you know, look at the history of video game journalism and the the, the fact that literally ninety percent of them don't know what they're talking about. You want to re-listen to review from actual people that know what they're, what they're doing, like myself, like Steve, like Bacon, like Pizza. You know that. We, you know, we don't give you nonsense. We give it to you straight. If I, if the game was rubbish, I would tell you it's rubbish, right? One hundred percent. Right? This game is not rubbish. Don't listen to the, the the shill media. Don't listen to naysayers. Don't listen to the haters for the, jumping on the hate train. Don't listen to the Twitter mob. Come here to the Bits and Pieces podcast and listen to proper reviews and proper feedback on video games. Go and buy the Crystal Protocol. It's a one hundred percent a good game. And if you do struggle with the combat, turn on the help and that will help and that will make you enjoy it massively. It is a very, very good horror game. And I really hope that it gets more support as the months go on, as they, they fix the bugs, they fix some of the FPS issues. Because, you know, that is unfortunate. But, you know, when you console ports to PC, what happens? PC port always tanks, like every time. And it was, it's, it's console first, PC second. That it was built for consoles first, and then they obviously built it over to PC. Yes, okay, shouldn't have been done like that. They do deserve a little bit of flack, I will say, for that, but not as not as much as go to hating them for it because they've already patched most of it within the first week of release. So you know, most of the game now runs perfectly, and uh, the next patch that comes along is going to fix all of the issues with the game. So you know, one hundred percent get the Callisto Protocol if you love horror. You love um, anything to do with sort of space, space horror, aliens, uh, dead space. Um, definitely worth picking up, and it, it is one of my sort of one of my favourite games I've I've played in in a long time in terms of horror. And the last time, really, the last time I really enjoyed a horror game like this was um, was Resident Evil Seven and Eight. So you know that's going back a little while now two years or so but yeah it's definitely definitely worth um worth having and uh you know like i said don't listen to the idiots because they don't know what they're talking about got mike <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs>
Oh dear. Yeah, no, I I'm I I, I would I want to play this. I actually do want to uh, I want to play this, but I I just heard that the PC port wasn't so good, so I didn't get it. But um, yeah, they they fixed most uh, of it now because now that's fixed. Yeah, now it's just a matter of me just making sure I've, I can afford it. <laughs> I think that's the that's the only other thing. Um, well, it is on sale at the moment, so it's, so, it's forty quid. Oh, all right. I would less in that case. Yeah, I'll have to add it. Too many games. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, get it. I mean, it'll be on sale again it. in what when the Steam sale comes in yeah. uh, Easter sale. So wait until the Easter sale and you'll get it for a bit cheaper. I mean, I mean, I you know, I don't, I don't encourage full price games anyway. Yeah, you know, unless it's like incredible. And this game is brilliant, but it does have a few niggly things. Um, in just terms of performance on the PC, and uh, there's a couple of things with the hit boxes, like I said. And there's a there's a few niggly things, there's a few bugs where you get stuck in certain areas. Um, but they're minor things, and they're not they're not things that, that should break the game or anything. Um, I've not had any um, any crashes. Like the, the, one of the I'm not I'm not I'm not finished, but extra rant is the <laughs> they they basically reported that the game would crash all the time, especially on the PS5, and it would just randomly just crash. It, I've had none of that. Like I don't know what software they were running. Um, but uh, I think it was IGN and uh, GameSpot, and there was a couple of others. Uh, there's a couple of I think the New York Times reviewed it. I was like, "Why are you reviewing it?" <laughs> um, and they were like complaining about crashes and crashes desktop and and issues and stuff like that. And like, it's just you know what I mean. It's just pouring oil on the non-existent fire, and uh, it's just uh, it just infuriates me so much when little things like that are. I mean, it's not it's not cyberpunk levels of broken. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not it's not at the point where the bugs are so bad that you can't play the game. They're very few and far between. I've put four about four or five hours into this game. I've had three bugs. I had to restart once where I got stuck once because it was my own own fault because I dodged and got stuck into a wall because I was too close to the wall. So he kind of clipped into the door and then I died. Uh, the the enemy proceeded to rip my legs off, which was quite funny because he was still on the door. So, um, you know, stuff like that, it's got like, junk stuff like that. It's uh, very rare, but it made me laugh. But again, people make it out of all proportion. It's like um, cancer culture is just infected everywhere. You know, it's like, it's like, oh, we have to make massive hate. As soon as someone says it's rubbish, let's all jump on it, you know, even though it's not. So, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, don't know about, I don't know about you guys, but when I was, cause I, I remember back when um, I had a Xbox 360. And it was back when IGN had the uh, Three Red Lights podcast, um, which I absolutely loved. And that was at a time when you could generally rely on IGN for balanced reviews and, yeah. and, and good journalism. And I don't know what it is now, but it's just like any game that comes out that's been hyped, it's like IGN gives it 9 out of 10 mm. without even trying it. Yeah. Like uh, minutes what the hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And even look at like most of the reviews on Steam are like mixed or something like that. And IGN like, yes, this is the greatest game ever. Yeah, and usually when you look down at the reviews on Steam, most of them haven't even put an hour into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you just you can take it with a pinch of salt. You know, you listen. I read the reviews. I've had umpteen hours put into it, and and usually when they're negative, they usually are quite positive. But they will say why it's negative. But most of the time, it's yeah, you know, they'll state their reasons. That these are the reviews that you should read, not the ones that say it's crap, it's rubbish. I want a refund. You know, it's, it's just it's like, well, why? What's your reasons for it? And it's just it's and IGN are the same. It's like they're either if something's bad, they'll still give it a seven out of ten. 
they'll still find some shill media response like oh it has it might have a, some people might say it has a few issues but we really like it we really yes because you're being paid to say it's good we can blatantly see your you can see the money falling out of your mouth mate you know we can blatantly see money coming out of your ears out your nose out your face so you can see you've been paid right <laughs> there's no denying that you've been paid to say the sun shines out of his ass Right, that that's why no one listens to IGN anymore because they literally, literally, even when they give them like Skatebird, they gave seven out of ten, and I should tell you something, right? <laughs> Skatebird's one of the worst games of all time, and they give it a seven out of ten. So you know, it's this, it's um, yeah, IGN, don't, 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 why, why? Again, come here, don't bother, come, come here, listen to us. Yeah, IGN, no GN. No GN, exactly. Get the fuck out, IGN. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, I, I think I'm finished right now. <laughs> sure. I think I'm we... finished for this minute. <laughs> You're finished. Uh, yeah, I think we'll move on for that then, can't we? <laughs> yeah. We can't really get into some news now. Um, hour, and a, hour and a half later. <laughs> oh, yes. Mike, drop again. We've picked it up so just to drop it again. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we, sh- we, sh- we should move on to the views, I think. So that's done with the spotlights. Like I said, we don't have anything from Bacon this week. So, yeah, I know he's been busy this week. So, um, but we got two, well, we, well, we got three, three, uh, re- I thought relatively decent sort of uh, spotlights there this week. Yeah. Um, or two, two spotlights and a highlight, would you say? Rant. Two spotlights and a rant. <laughs> yeah. And a partridge and a pear tree. <laughs> exactly. Five gold written. Oh, I'll have to wait the next year for that. Five rants later. <laughs> Five golden rants. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, no, we're sort of. We're sort of uh, this is over yet. This is where we derailed off the, everything, derails now. Nice. Uh, uh, would be a podcast about po- derail. Exactly, exactly. That's what we want. Um, Wait, we have rails? <laughs> We're never on the rails. What are you talking about? I never said no. no, no. <laughs> um, okay, yes. Yeah, so there's quite a lot of... So, normally, when it comes to this section, the, the uh, news is kind of thin on the ice. It's like, yeah, it's like very thin. But um, I think there's actually quite a lot. It's, I don't know if we can be able to cover a lot of it, can we? <laughs> we can certainly try. We can certainly try. Yeah. Um, so, where are we going on the rants this week? I think the first one is the the one that's been in the news the most. I think it's um, you want to talk about Logan Paul? Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Been everywhere. The so, uh... um, wow. Oh, who's gonna? All right. Do you want me to sort of do? Who wants to lead from this? Because I, I, know, I know I know all about this. I've watched. You know I've more about it. Yeah, right. yeah, so do you want to lead from this one exclusively? Um, yeah. So um, for those who don't know, um, there's a YouTuber called Coffeezilla who's basically a private public investigator. Right? He investigates scams. He investigates basically anyone on on YouTube, especially. Uh, he specialises in uh, influencer um, dodgy stuff. And um, he came he came a year ago. He started his investigation a year and a half ago into the crypto zoo. Um, um, cryptocurrency scam. Anything of crypto is a scam. I, I don't care what you say. It's a scam. <laughs> You're literally paying for nothing, right? Um, and uh, Logan Paul and Chums decided to make a video video game uh, based on a zoo where you have uh, custom 
he said custom made pictures uh, you buy and then you merge together to create a brand new picture or in this case these pictures would turn into animals and then these animals would earn money offline um, based on the rarity of your creation the more money you get and this money is digital cryptocurrency which you then put back into your account which you can either cash out to pay you or you cash back into the game to buy more rarity pictures that is the game design this game doesn't exist um what he sold was this promise to all of his fandom and investors and he had a lot of interest and he basically scams 40 million dollars out of people uh, these include billionaires millionaires that he was uh, affiliated with through his dodgy connections um coffee Zilla's three-part document documentary series is worth watching and we'll go into detail and name drop all of the people that are involved um, but I'm just going to solely focus on um, Logan Paul um, because the other ones are, you know, they're not, they're just the small cheese. He's the big wig. He's, he was in charge of it all and he put his head in the sand and just pretended it didn't exist. So when, when Coffeezilla's investigation dropped, um, he made a counter video uh, and uploaded, basically threatened legal action and said he was talking nonsense and he wouldn't confirm or deny any of the rumors. Uh, and people basically were devastated. Some people put as much as half a million dollars into this, um, and uh, and from various amounts, from what you know, ten dollars to half to half a million dollars. And they were they were like, basically, where's where's the product? Where's the game? Where's my investment? I'm invested in cryptocurrency to buy these things. I want this game. I want the return on what I what I was promised. You know, the con you know conceptually might be a good idea. I'm just saying it might be a good idea. I know crypto is garbage, but something that you invest in that pays back that isn't shares and as a video game and it's real money. You know, that, 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 you know, gambling maybe, but it's still a very sort of interesting idea, so to speak. Right. But not from Logan Paul. I wouldn't trust Logan Paul with my farts or my left toe. Right, it's, you just you just don't trust someone. You just take one look at him and you think dickhead. Right, that, that he's, he's got a written all over his forehead that he is a clueless, stereotypical American. Right, America. Right, that is that is Logan Paul. Right, he's just an absolute bell end. And uh, he, he he's one twelve year olds out of money and has been since he's been on YouTube. I mean, come on, right? If you're putting if you're putting millions behind this guy, then you need your head examined. Right. So he, he somehow gets all these group of con men, right? Following a con man, making a con that goes global, that makes millions in cryptocurrency. All his fandom put all this money into it. The, he disappears, like he goes radio silent. All of his, all of his uh, entourage all start infighting and fighting each other and start fighting over the scraps that's left of the, the money that's poured in by the general public. And then he's, he's like, every time he brings it up, he's like, for the first three months, he's like, yeah, Crypto Sue's coming. We've got a team working on it. This team's doing really well. And this team he hired, everyone, everyone involved with it, any developer was never paid. Right? It was all promises on uh, what you call vocal contracts, which are basically non-written agreements of things. It's, it's like me, Steve, saying to you, well, I'm going to do you, I'm going to edit all your videos for you. I'm going to manage your channel and you pay me, say, £50 a week, right? 
and that's and then we verbally agree, but because there's no contract, because there's no written agreement, you can just turn around and say, "Well, I never said that," and there's no recording of it either. So it's, it's basically it's like the old cliche: "Your word against theirs," which is what happened here, right? He he used his reputation to promise the earth to these developers. He promised one team one million dollars in 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 funding for them to develop this game for him. This team worked day and night. For, for about a month, month and a half, this guy was burning around $50,000 a day on wages, on maintenance, on development of this engine from top to bottom. Um, although this, I will say that, that I don't know if that's, that's still up in the air if he was really spending that much money. Um, but he was out of pocket. There's no denying that. And he had a team of about 30 people working, on, working for him. And obviously he was promised to be paid but it was never any contracts. There was never any written agreement. There was never anything in writing. And obviously, he's just gone by because it's Logan Paul. Well, he, he has to be trusted. He's, you know, he's got loads of money. He's got twenty odd million subscribers. He's got those. He's got the prime sponsorships of, you know, the prime drink that he shoves down every nine year old's neck he sees. And you know, it's it's just absolute. You, you think it's a fair, you know, it's a safe bet. Well, it's not if you've got a brain. But it's you know he's, he's I don't know why he got sucked in by Logan Paul I don't know I don't understand what hypnosis he used on him to make him believe he's going to get paid right so anyway he actually steals the code and flies off to Norway so he he steals the code holds the the cryptocurrency hostage the the crypto um, software and um, he holds it for a million dollars ransom. Um, Logan Nobed and his team start negotiating with. Um, the hackers, so to say, as he referred to as criminals, so to speak. Um, and eventually they reach a sort of agreement and they get, they get, they get paid something. It's, it's not disclosed what they get paid, but they get paid something, right? Uh, and then that's it. There's, after that, there's no more payments. The team leave, he gets a new team in. Uh, at this point, his uh, second in command is uh, a well-known scam artist has now left the group and left with $1.7 million. Um, there's another guy, which I won't name drop, um, but he also scammed the team and left with $6 million. So in his own group that people he's hired to produce this with and oversee it, they're stealing from him while he is stealing from everybody else. So you've got robbers robbing the robbers, right? And, uh, it's, it's, it's unheard of. Right? It's absolutely unheard of, This what's, ha- what's happening. And... Um, and good old CoffeeZilla exposes it all with receipts, with screenshots, with interviews, with proof, right? Undeniable proof that this guy is a scumbag that we all knew anyway, right? If you remember his videos from Japan uh, filming dead people in trees, that's how he got famous. That, that should tell you all you need to know about this bloke, right? Not a nice guy. Absolute dick. And then he goes around and, and merchandises stuff towards children, right? Children, not teenagers, not adults. His market is is literally stealing the pocket money out of a seven-year-old's pocket. Uh, that is what he did afterwards. He made a massive line of stuff aimed at kids, and he got done for it. But he he carried on producing the the, the stuff, and now he's got a new uh, soft drink called Prime, which he shoves into everybody's face that he sees. It's passed all over his social media. I'm not surprised he hasn't got the bottles and planted in his eyeballs. You know, he's just, he's just, it's just prime this, prime that, and it, it escalated to the point where, you know, people were like, right, we're going to take legal action against this guy, and it, I think there is legal action happening now against him, 
And um, after this all dropped and he, his, his own video got rejected by everybody, he deleted the response video and he came out with a poxy tweet, tweet saying, I'm sorry, I'll do better. I'll, I'll get to the bottom of this. I'll make sure everyone gets their money back. Blah, blah, blah. I'm not, well, he actually hasn't said that. He just said he's going to get back to everyone on it and, and he's going to fix this mistake. Um, he's, he's not owned up to he's not owned up to anything. He's not said he was wrong. He's not said he's sorry for causes all the stress he's caused. He's not sorry for all the harm he's caused everyone that's invested in this in this in this company. I'm not talking about the idiots that that were with him. I'm talking about the general people, the uh, the, the normal public that, that funded this guy. And um, you know, it's it's just shameful, really. The guy's got no shame. He's got no conscience. And, uh, you know, media have got hold of it and he's been ripped apart. And it actually came to light uh, a little while ago that he adopted a mini pig. Um, and he adopted two mini pigs and he just abandoned them. He just abandoned them in the middle of nowhere. Uh, they, were res- they were rescued by, well, I say abandoned. He gave them to a bunch of irresponsible people who then deposited them in a, in a field somewhere. Um, you know, but he was the sole proprietor. Instead of making sure they were home properly that they, where they went to was vetted properly you know he knew they were going to be looked after he just didn't sorry i don't want them anymore game to wherever and then they got rid of them you know that's still his responsibility that's still his fault because he didn't ensure that he went to a proper home um that, again that tells you the mindset of this scumbag logan nobed paul who obviously doesn't care about anybody but himself right all he cares about is the is the dollar sign that he can he can scam out of you uh, and that's that's where we are with the, the Logan Paul fiasco. And, uh, you know, it also has a damaging effect on any other influencer that has, you know, say, say one of us got, got quite big, right? Say one of us got to a point where we could have our own brand or our own drink or, you know, our own something. Uh, nobody's going to trust anything we put out because of this idiot, because they're going to think, oh, or anyone that's cautious will think, oh, remember Logan Paul, what he did to his fan base? How do we know that you're not going to do the same thing? So, yeah, that's going to have a knock-on effect. Um, for all intents and purposes, this channel should be deleted. It should be removed from the platform. Um, there shouldn't be any way he can make any more money, um, you know, because he's, in fact, a criminal and the worst, probably one of the worst people on the planet. But YouTube are oblivious to all of this, and they don't care. Like, as long as they're making money off of him, they they're just as bad as Logan Paul for supporting him. You know, uh, I'm not afraid to say that. You know, you are idiots. You know, you come down on people. We'll get into YouTube later on, but I, th- th- it's just double standards, right? It's double standards across the board. One rule for them, one rule for us. The little people don't matter. Anyone that makes them millions will just sweep it under the carpet, you know? And, uh, you know, I'm absolutely gobsmacked that this guy isn't already in prison. So, you know, it, it's, what do you think about that, guys? What do you, what do you think of this Logan Paul you know how I feel, just told you. <laughs> since I, since hearing about the, 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 is it Japan, Japan or China or whatever? Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't remember. The Japan, Japan. Japan, yeah. See, I mean, from, from the, from that moment on, I've never liked him as a person. Yeah. So I don't follow right. any of the shit that he does. So to be honest, um, the news that I'm hearing about is because you've posted it. And I, I did sort of hear about there was something about this recently, but um, I, but I, I tend not to sort of. To be honest, if you didn't post it, 
I I sort of looked at it and I thought, should we post that? I wasn't. I was hesitant to post this because I don't want to. I don't want to give this guy airtime. I think yeah. he's the most shittiest person in the world. Yeah. Anyone who find who has made money off the back, bearing in mind, I know it's a long it's a long time ago now, but it's not forgotten. At least I haven't forgot about it. No, um, no. When he's filming like uh basically dead people, right? And it was I say basically, it was dead people. It was, yeah. You know, um I'm sort of dumbing it down by by saying basically it was dead people. He was filming dead people. And yeah. um People seem to have forgotten that. I haven't. I don't, I think he's no. the worst. He's made money out of trying to. He's invested in so much, so much money. Like that. He's like you said. He's taken money from kids because ultimately, yeah. this that's his. That's his uh, following. Is kids yeah. go? Oh yeah, he's really good. Oh yeah, he does this. Does yeah. that. Like oh, he starts. He sets himself up with uh, what's his name? Uh, KSL. Yeah, um, boxing matches and stuff like that. It's like he tries to do boxing matches. So I, I know of these stories. I just don't care for them. I don't yeah. care for him. I I I'm looking at his picture whilst and I'm going to close that. I'm going to close this because I can't. I can't look at him. I hate. I hate. I just. I don't hate anybody. I just don't think this guy deserves airtime. Um, I know we're talking about him, so we we kind of are doing it, but um. To answer your question, like, what do I think of it? I think it's a piece of shit. So, yeah. I, I just... What about you, Peyton? I hadn't even heard of this guy until just now. Okay. <laughs> um, but based on what you've told me, um, one word, twat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Simple yeah. as that. Yeah, I think what I want to bring yeah. to light is is the the fact that it's, it's cryptocurrency, the crypto yeah. situation oh. that, that people are so drawn in by. Like the way this world is going, everything's going to be digitalized. Like the currency is going to be digitalized. Everything's going to be like you're not going to have paper money in a you know five ten years time. You know, there's, it's all going to be crypto this, crypto that. You know, the government are already looking into um, making some sort of crypto pound. I mean, it's all going to be thumbprints and headbutts on on terminals. You know, there's, it's not going to be. There's not. You're not going to be able to pay for cut with cards or phones. It's going to be like in uh, Demolition Man. You use your thumbprint. It's like boop. You know, and um, it's it's stupid. Like the, the fact because it because the the worst thing about that is that you can't control it. You it literally is taken out of your hand. And and quite literally, and it's it's not it's not a good way to go. The, the the whole crypto thing needs to be forgotten about and put dead to rights. It's that's going to cause so many issues. And the fact that people have already lost so much money in it already, you know, this idiot aside, almost every crypto thing you've seen or read about is a scam. Like there was a there was a crypto scam with uh, I am speed. Um, a popular YouTuber that promoted a, a scam. And this scam, I can't remember the name of the company, but they're based in England. Um, and they've got like six, seven websites all like selling virtual stuff with cryptocurrency. And you have to buy it's And you, you pay their video games, earn cryptocurrency. And it, like every 24 hours, you'll get like a minuscule amount of, of cryptocurrency. And then you have to put that back in to unlock stuff. And you buy virtual tickets for events with cryptocurrency that they were they were uh, posting things like elon musk versus um i can't remember who it was but they were like making up stuff to get people to sign up um and then like cristiano ronaldo versus messi in a fight you know and things like that and sponsored mma fight you know it's like complete lies 
sold with cryptocurrency. It's a scam after scam after scam with crypto. And this, I wanted to highlight that rather than the idiot Logan Paul. Yeah, was, yeah. It, it's, you know, talking about Logan Paul is minuscule to the amount of money that people have lost in crypto. And I think overarching reason is just don't get don't buy crypto don't invest in crypto don't use crypto stay away from it no matter how much it promises you and how lucrative you think it might be because i know there's a couple of people in our community that do buy crypto and i've told them not to <laughs> but you know you listen to me at your, you listen not listen to me at your own peril um because you know especially when it comes to crypto don't do it right just don't do it and uh one thing i really hope that his channel gets deleted because if if you know i can get deleted for a bot why isn't he being deleted for literally scamming millions of people well what? because you don't bring in millions of pounds into exactly. youtube exactly <laughs> I mean, I Simple. The thing i really hate is that the whole like one rule for him one rule for you one rule for the rich one rule for the poor one rule for the big streamers one rule for the no the nobodies and yet we all agree to the same terms of service. So how does that work? You know, it's, it's, it doesn't matter if you're one subscriber or 10 trillion. You sign the contract that states you have to abide by it or your channel is terminated. So YouTube, I'm calling your cowardice out. You are absolute bellends for not deleting this channel. It's just double standards across the board. Just get rid of him. Is a menace, you know. There's, there's, I know there's whole. I know there's not innocence until proven guilty. But in this idiot's case, um, there's more evidence proving him guilty than there is anything proven otherwise. Um, like I said, watch Coffeezilla's documentary on um, on it, and uh, you understand. It's about an hours long, the three part video series, and you'll agree with me. And if you don't, then shut up. <laughs> 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 you're, you're wrong right if we support logan paul go back to your mum and dad's garage right there's literally like there's no way you can support you have to be you have to be like no the lights are on no one's home kind of thing to support logan paul at this point it's just it's just no way you can there's just no way there's no, any rational human being with two brain cells would understand that this guy is a joke and uh i hope that you know you'll all agree unanimously that he's a waste of time and i think we'll drop it there because i can rant about this prick for hours and hours and hours so i can't stand him can't stand him at all yeah so i think we should swiftly move on now <laughs> just because um i mean there's still plenty of things that we can we need to get into as well so um what is next on the uh <laughs> what is next uh, on the news? What can I write about next? So <laughs> <laughs> we look. I don't know. Uh, what is a uh, what do you what other news do you have? Uh, or bacon? Do you have anything as well? Yeah, I've got um, a few bits of well, just general oh, news, no. and <laughs> I've got uh, VR news as well. So, which right. would you like? Take it away, bacon. I can rest my voice for a bit. <laughs> All right, well, I'll just jump through the quick, like, the, the general news stuff that I, I was digging through um, just before we came on air. Uh, so Ubisoft have announced that the upcoming Assassin's Creed Mirage is going back to its roots with a more linear, story-focused game. Um, so apparently they've taken on board feedback from fans who've stated that they're burnt out 
on the uh, previous massive open world RPG games. Uh, so yeah, they're going back by the sounds of it to their good old fashioned smaller levels, stabby stabby kind of uh, kind of vibe, which is good. Um, and apparently, they are Ubisoft are in a little bit of a trouble at the moment financially. They've uh, they missed their uh, their earnings quarter by quite some margin, I believe. Uh, yeah. Um, Skull and Bones, which is one of their upcoming titles, has been delayed yet again, and now there six is times. no release date. <laughs> yeah, six times it's been delayed. Six times, six, is it? Six yeah. Times. yeah, six times. <laughs> It's just, it's just death. It's just, it's, it's just, just, it's just, this is, a, I, I, this is, a, I mean, I, I, this is something I don't really get. Certainly, you know, I get it from like, from, from indie devs that want to try to drum up hype before they release a game because they need that exposure. When you've got, you know, when you've got the likes of Ubisoft or CD Projekt Red, um, Bethesda and the likes, I don't, it's, it's like, why, why did we need to know that there is a new Elder Scrolls game in the making? It ain't coming out for years. Literally, we're talking probably like, what, three, four, ten years? What We don't need to know, so don't even bother announcing it. When you're, you know, you know it's going to sell. Wait until it's at least nearly ready within like six months or so, and then say it's coming out in a year to give you time to actually fix it once it's supposed to be due for launch. Can forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, what else we got? Uh, PlayStation 5 Update 7.0 is due to release on the 8th of March, and apparently it's going to include full Discord integration and cloud streaming if you have a fast enough internet connection. They also, um, did you hear about the hardware changes they're doing? Uh, I didn't read about the hardware changes, there, no. There's, um, they're really, we're bringing out a new PlayStation 5 uh, version of the console where it has a detachable CD drive. And a purchasable CD drive, um, separately to to compensate those the ones that the digital only PlayStation yeah. Five they're being phased out. Um, they're being replaced with this attachment to this new model, basically. I, I want to know when they're bringing out the uh, the the tape deck add-on. Um, I don't ask a good question. <laughs> we're, oh, we're regressing pretty soon. We'll be back yeah. to uh, yeah cartridges, tape decks, yeah. a lot. I just think it's a bit of a nerve to charge separate for a CD drive. It is completely. They've already put the prices up, and now they're like, yeah. "Oh, we we've improved it. We've made it, you know, slightly better because it is the infrastructure slightly better. So it's got a better cooling than the new ones." I was going to say, haven't they also been played with cooling issues where yeah, the cooling's yeah. been so leaking? Got, so yeah, so they've got better cooling. They've got better cooling, but oh, to co- but we've taken off the hard drive and we're going to charge you separately for it. I think that's an absolute cop out. Oh, well, um, this is just Sony all over, though, isn't it? Let's face it's, it. It's just, yeah, you know, scams or uh, referring con- context. That's <laughs> <laughs> how I, I, I understand it. I don't understand it. Why? 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 I just, I don't get it. Next thing, we'll be paying for the processor and graphics chip separately. You know, is this what, what you're going to do? Is, it gonna set it up? is this going to break it all yeah. down? To, buy your PS5 construction kit. You know, yeah. <laughs> what has it got to edge? You know, it's, PlayStation Lego edition. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give them ideas. <laughs> Although you can only buy it if it's the PlayStation's proprietary uh, crypto station cryptocurrency. <laughs> yeah, you can only buy it if you invent Paul's crypto zoo. Because <laughs> we're, we're all in the same boat as scum, scumbag, man. <laughs> Microsoft have announced uh, the Xbox Developer Direct show uh, on the 25th of January. Oh, we got to watch uh, that. 
which apparently will feature games from Xbox themselves and Bethesda, although not Starfield. It's, Starfield. Not, ready. it's not ready yet. <laughs> yeah, it's not, apparently there's a separate one coming for Starfield. What, what's happened is Starfield is now, it's currently just all blocks. And it's, there's no, there's no, it's just blocks flying around the screen. <laughs> Starfield skull and bones. <laughs> but actually coming uh, out. Yeah. <laughs> For those Dead Space fans, the Dead Space remake uh, apparently is purported to come with a copy of Dead Space 2 for free on Steam. I think that's a bit unusual to put the old game with the new one. Yeah, it is a bit odd. Especially uh, hey, when it's, free still game. One, it's, it's still... Technically, on EA Play, if you've got Xbox Game Pass, well, so, I, I, and, and it's all been—it's also been given away free multiple times on Epic and um, uh, what's it called, Amazon Games. Well, um, I also would have thought if you're a Dead Space fan, you've probably already played it. Yeah, you've probably already got it. So, so I just find it a bit weird. Is that are they not going to uh, repick the second one then, or the third one? Are they not? But maybe it's so that they can justify the price of a remake. Yeah. Have you seen the new trailer that dropped today? No, no. Uh, they changed the design of, of him. They changed the design of the main character. I don't like it. What does he look it. like now? Uh, he looks like a knobhead. Mr. Blobby. <laughs> Mr. Blobby has been an improvement. <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't like... No I don't like I, there's nothing wrong with his original design. There's needed upscaling and, and redoing, but they've redone it. Uh, they've also made the game more diverse. Uh, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about it. Like, it's just, I can't, you know, it's everywhere. This, this curse, the message, son off. I just get out of it. I'm not going to go into another tangent, but it's it's just like, they all die anyway. So, <laughs> what, what? Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the opening, the opening scene, and the game's like 14 years old now. So, like, you've, you've already played it. The game is the same, exactly the same. There's, 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 there's only this slightly different beats to it. Um, but yeah, it just made me laugh when I looked at all the characters running in. Like, I was like, you know, it's, it's, I know, I'm not trying to, I know I'm probably going to come across as a white knobhead, but it, it just made me laugh because in all the media stuff I've been reading recently, the stuff of all the Disney and Netflix and, and Amazon and all that, it just made me giggle. Like, it's just, oh, we're, that's in the news, or let's just copy and paste it in the, into the game. It just, it just made me laugh. It just made me, I was just thinking, yeah, it's just it's great. And then the, the cherry on the cake was was changing, was changing. What's the main character's name? Completely forgotten. Is it Isaac? Name. Isaac, yeah, Isaac, yeah. Is this completely Thank changed? You, completely changed his um, <laughs> his um, design. I don't know. I would have been happy with a, with a gender swap. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have cared, you know. But they, 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 he looked all white as far as I was concerned, and they just made him look like a goofy donut. So, you know. <laughs> uh, we've also got a new standalone MechWarrior game in the works, according to the president of Piranha Games, Russ Bullock. Um, Piranha Games, I think, have made the last two MechWarrior games. Yes. But yeah, this one is a standalone one that they are in, making. But yeah. obviously, they do say it's in the works, which means, yet again, they've just announced it, and it probably won't come out for another decade. So... Um... It's 2024, an end of 2024 release date. All right, so about mid 2025 then. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I read, I read that as well. I read that one. Um, that's all I've got for the main news. Uh, I've obviously, like I said, I've got quite a bit of VR news. But is there any other main news you want to cover first? 
I don't know. I can't remember what I posted in the, the thingy music. <laughs> uh, well, there is quite a bit. Yeah, there's a few bits to talk about. We'll we'll go with your VR news first. Um, Bacon. Okay. Well, so there. for those who haven't been under a rock, um, CES happened this past week. Uh, and apparently there was, well, there was quite a lot of information, so much so I've had to drastically reduce it in order to not make an entire podcast out of it. So the first big news, because it was mainly about um, some new headsets that are coming out and also some uh, um, accessories, I believe you would call them, more than anything else. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the first, uh, one of the first main ones is the HTC Vive XR Elite was shown off. Uh, this is a, uh, I was supposed to be a direct quest pro competitor uh it is running a resolution that is slightly higher than the quest 2 but slightly low, lower than the quest pro uh 1920 by 1920 per eye 110 degrees field of view and at 90 hertz okay. um it has something pretty cool actually so it's it's running the uh, a lot of the new headsets now uh are running pancake lenses uh which are thinner but also allow for a better um uh, a clearer clar- um, clarification. When you, so when you're actually looking at it, you, you get more of a of a, a bigger sweet spot. Uh, it's one of the issues that I have with my Rift S is that you've got to get it lined up really, really good in order to just get that nice that nice clarity. But yeah, um, right. So yeah, these ones are running the new pancake lenses, but they've also got a built-in uh, diopter. I believe it's called, which is so if you wear glasses and your prescription isn't too uh, too far ahead, so too long sighted, then you can actually dial in your prescription into the lenses so you don't have to wear your glasses. So that's pretty cool. Uh, wow, that sounds like a right ball. <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose it can be. I mean, it's I do have glasses. Have you, have um, you, I should... have you looked at the prescription things recently? Minus 26, minus 15, minus 2, 1 minute. I don't understand anything. I'm just like, am I blind or am I not? That's all I care about. I, uh, I need to get mine checked again. I think I'm I, actually blind. I am getting I'm getting mine checked soon as well. So I started to detail the conversation. But uh, yeah, I've, I, I haven't had mine checked for about five years and I can't see back all now. Yeah, it's about seven or eight for me. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably get it done. The blind leading the blind here. <laughs> I can't even find my glasses. Am I wearing them? I don't know. Yeah, they're in my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got a dedicated uh, IPD uh, adjustment slider, which is nice. Um, Mine is only is software only, and it is nowhere near as good as actual actual changes to the the, the lenses themselves. Uh, color pass through for mixed reality. Uh, about half the weight of the Quest Pro, which is nice, and it's one of the few, possibly even only headsets I think at the moment that is back heavy. So it puts the weight because of the battery pack located at the back. It puts the weight over your neck rather than the front of your forehead. So should improve comfort for those people. Um, and I know it's the same because obviously mine being an older headset is quite hefty at the front. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, fully modular uh, battery pack as well, so it's hot swappable, which is nice. Uh, Snapdragon XR2 Gen 1 processor, which is the same as the Quest. Support for Wi-Fi 6E uh, for better PC VR streaming. Uh, usual kind of stuff with it being a, a kind of semi-standalone. Yeah. That's right. Where's where's Wi-Fi one gone? <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's, like, it's like Wi-Fi six. It's like yeah, you know, we don't care about the rest of it. Yeah. So, you, you, no, not just Wi-Fi six. Wi-Fi six E. But what what who's running, net, who's running a network card that 
extensive in most computers. Like my my one only goes up to the, my one's only the five, the five. So what? Who has? I know some bills have the six, but who are they are? Who are they aiming at? Aiming that? Well, well, don't forget though. It's um, if you're if you're going to be playing this wirelessly, then your headset is going to be connected to your Wi-Fi, not not direct to your PC. It's not, it's not Bluetooth then. Uh, no, it's so so the your headset will connect wirelessly to your to your router. So if your router supports six E, it will benefit from that. Now, yes, all right, you're going to get a bit of an issue if your PC is wirelessly connected on something that's less than six E. But yeah. if it's hardwired in, then it's not going to be an issue. Yeah, I can see a few tech problems with that with most people if they invest in that. To be honest, most of, I think most of it will probably just will, will probably automatically downgrade to Wi Fi five. Yeah. Um, until everybody's everybody's kit gets better. Yeah. Uh, so usual stuff inside out tracking for cameras. Um, the front another front camera, which is the 16 megapixel color for the pass through. But it does have a depth sensor, which the Quest Pro doesn't. Uh, launches in a little over a month at a right for for costs for all of these. They they were in dollars. I've literally just done a direct switch to pounds because if it launches. You know, in the states, in dollars, it's going to be the same bloody price here in pounds. Right. So, it's going to be about eleven hundred quid. Jeez. Uh, yeah, one thousand one hundred quid. Um, Pocket it, change. <laughs> yeah, a separate module is going to be launching later on for face and eye tracking, um, which the Quest Pro has out of the box. So, by the time you add that on, it's going to be about the same price as the Quest Pro. But you're not going to benefit from. Uh, Meta's extensive library. Oh, what, three, three games. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the HTC have. Uh, so yeah, yeah that's that's the uh, that's the HTC Vive XR Elite. Apparently, it is it is touted as the best uh, HTC headset. Um, sadly, that's not necessarily saying much um, because the other ones have been good in some areas, but have generally not sold well. Got another company called uh, Shift All. Uh, have had a couple of things that they were showing. The, the one of the best ones was the um, they got an update to the uh, Haritora X, which is so the Haritora X is a wired um, tracking solution, full body tracking solution. Uh, they've just released the wireless version, uh, which they were showing off at CX. Um, it's lightweight with about a twenty hour battery life, um, and it also comes with a charging dock, so you can charge all your trackers at once. Wired version is two hundred and seventy quid. Wireless will be 320. They will be sold side by side. Uh, Pre-orders start from next month and shipping in the middle of the year. Uh, Shiftall also were showing off a prototype of the uh, something that they've dubbed the Pebble Feel. Uh, in essence, this is a little, well, basically like a little type pebble that you place on the back of your neck and it provides temperature feedback. So it's used it's use in things like, so as an example, you go into VR chat. If you stand near a fire, the back of your neck will get warm. You go out in the rain, it'll get cold, so on and so forth. So it's, it's just to add that little bit more immersion. But their better, well, a, a potentially more useful prototype that they were showing off was a flip, what they call flip VR controllers. So these are, so you have the controller strapped to your hand like you would normally uh, with a joystick. So if you think in a, in terms of, Positioning similar to pretty much any other uh, VR controller at the moment, 
But the difference is if you get your thumbs out of the way and flick your wrists out, it actually flicks out the um, the controller parts, the joystick and buttons out of the way completely. So you can then continue to use any hand tracking. If you're a DJ in VR, it allows you to do your DJ stuff, spin the decks, etc. Uh, so yeah, kind of a really cool uh, cool prototype controller. Uh, again, these, are the, these last two are, are both prototypes, so still being worked on, no idea when they're going to be released or what the price is going to be. Uh, but now my... You what? It's interesting, isn't it? The uh, the hot and cold aspect. Yeah, I mean, that is... Because uh, there's, a, there's a few... Um, well, not necessarily similar, but there's, there's a few of that style of, uh, of immersion accessories coming out. Um, there's one that does... Uh, I don't think it was at CES this year, but it was certainly around last year. Um, it's like a, a, a scent um, right. unit. Yeah, so wow. it will actually, yeah, it's it, it's can, interesting. You can smell shit. <laughs> you can just walk in the sewer and it'd be like, oh, wow, it stinks. I was going to say, yeah, you might well not want to use it when you're playing like Half-Life Alex. Yeah. Let's, put, let's put it that way. Resident Evil 2. Resident oh, imagine, God, yeah. Imagine smelling the rotten bodies as you walk past. You know, that sort of, that level of immersion would freak <laughs> you out. Yeah, the, the, there is, the, you get to a certain point where I'm just like, you know what, that, that's enough. Yeah, how much is too much? And then, yeah. and then you look at the other side of it, where the, the adult industry be licking their lips, going, "Whoa, like all this stuff was going." Oh hot, god, yeah, like swell stuff. <laughs> so, what's next? You know, literally, literally virtual touching. And I know there's body. I know there's products. I know there's. I read, did read some of there was a bodysuit um, that they were making that literally simulates touch. Yeah, um, there's a few actually. Um, yeah. So there's a company called um, Owo that have a um which i think this this they were there this year as well with these new sleeves that they've got which do a similar thing right uh, for your arms but they did release a um i'll say release they showed off a it's it's think of it like you know the the kind of slightly like the tight fitting um it's like cycling cycling t-shirts or cycling shirts you get yeah um they've they've uh they've developed one of those which is um electro electro sensitive so it's can simulate things like you know like a gunshot being stabbed being touched all of that it's it is still i don't think it's for sale yet it's still being um it's still being developed but they they do actually have those and they were better another i think another one you're talking about which was the um it was like uh, it was haptic vr um and that is a full body that's called the tesla suit yeah uh, but that is 13 grand yeah there was an, there was another one that i read that was being worked on that was i think it was um a japan article that was talking about the implications of vr and how it'd be used like yeah in a in a vr like a virtual chat capacity where talking to you know other people and and uh i just think it's i just i automatically go to ready player one uh, yeah like, exactly i literally think of that as that's where we're headed we're literally heading it, it is full body immersion with full vr and you can literally be imagine getting touched up by an npc <laughs> <laughs> play play mass effect three and two and then get and then they're all they're getting touched up by all, yeah, all the yeah, it's it's that'd be hilarious, wouldn't it? That'd be surreal. Imagine if we're, we're you know all of us are in our sixties and that is actually like rampant around in cheapest chips because it's been. That, that oh, mate, I, I'm telling you that full in terms of like fully tactile VR, I don't think we're far that far away. Yeah, um, certainly for certainly for upper body for your chest because that's pretty much what these things are doing. And yeah. for, um, there's also some haptic gloves that I'll I'll mention in a second. Yeah. Uh, so those things are certainly coming. Um, I mean, lower body is going to be more a case of probably like once they've got the the shirt done, they'll do the whole trousers, and then it'll be you know. <laughs> yeah. I I still don't know if I like the idea of of having 
um, like you know, electrosensitive clothing too close to certain parts of my anatomy. Yeah, um, proof for me to <laughs> consider it. But yeah, so the the next headset is one that I'm I'm really looking forward to, and that's the Pimax Crystal. Pimax have an interesting journey in VR. They it's actually dubbed now the the Pimax Strangeness, which is what happens with every pretty much every one of their headsets. Um, they have certainly in the past have a, had a tendency to overpromise and under under deliver, but they have gone a lot better in recent years. Uh, but they they are a company that aren't afraid to really go like full in with specs when it comes to their kit. So the Crystal is um, a new wireless headset. So this is their first wireless headset, but it is it's it's wireless and PC VR compatible. Um, it's got the highest resolution of any wireless by far at 2880 by 2880 per eye, using a mix of QLED and mini uh, LED displays, 140 degrees of field of view, and up to 160 hertz refresh rate. So this thing is an absolute beast. Uh, and it's got eye tracking as well. Like I said, full wireless PC VR compatibility. I'm actually just looking at the spec sheet at the moment. It's it is pretty insane. So it, it's using uh, the XR2 Gen One Snapdragon processor, so same as all of the current um, yeah. uh, wireless ones. But at least with this one, see, because I'm the kind of person that because I don't have a lot of room, and I like, you know, I I, I didn't I never really wanted to have base stations, um, even though it's better for full body tracking. I I prefer inside out tracking, um, but the only the the biggest problem you tend to have with that is the controllers because as soon as the controllers go behind you, you can quite often lose the tracking of where they are, which can be quite annoying. Uh, but yeah, this thing's got again Wi-Fi six E. Wi-Fi um, gig. Yeah, Wi-Fi gig. Wi-Fi gig. Like what? <laughs> um, yeah, eight, it's got eight cores. Eight, eight cores. Yeah. Four bit, two point eight four gigahertz. Yep. Um, eight gig RAM, two and three six gig storage. Yeah, yep. It's it, this thing is an absolute beast. But this this the visual the, the visual quality of this machine must be something no one's ever seen. Well, that no, well, this is the thing that people have seen it, and this is this isn't the best you can get. Uh, the best, well, one of the best you can get, certainly for a, I guess because of the price, it's classed as prosumer rather than consumer. Um, so the crystal was kind of developed to try to beat the Vario top of the range headset, which is like two grand. Right. Now, the thing with the Vio is the the visuals are second to none. It's absolutely amazing what you can see through this thing, but it is literally visual. There's no you don't get any of the frills. It's pure PC VR, so it's it's purely cabled. You don't get audio or anything like that. It's literally just visuals. Uh, this thing is being launched to compete as close as possible to it, um, but it is a full headset, so you have audio and everything else with it. Now the price is basically 1900 quid <laughs> it's yeah and the the value the value arrow is two grand so it's you know that that's that's where they're kind of going with it however if you pre-order it's 1600 quid so that's a decent saving 300 quid saving i'm i am actually tempted to put in a reservation for this uh because i can reserve it for like 35 quid right um, it, I know it's not coming out until Q3 of this year, 
assuming they hit targets. Yeah. But again, it's it's Pimax. Will it live up to expectations? I don't know. But it's certainly very promising, and I really hope it does. Unlike the Pimax Portal, which didn't really go down well uh, at CES, uh, mainly because half of it wasn't working. Um, for those that don't know, the Pimax Portal is basically a Nintendo Switch, where the controllers come off either side, similar to the Switch. You then slot the portal into a headset, which is basically a plastic version of a Google Cardboard. Uh, um, I shit you not. Probably. And and that and the controllers then slot into these plastic holders, so they look similar to a Quest 2 controller. I don't know why they've bothered making this. I don't know who it's for. It's basically a glorified Android tablet mixed with a glorified Google Cardboard. Um, I think it's releasing... <laughs> it's releasing um, from 300 quid. Um, to be honest, if people are looking at that thinking, yay, great, just go and get a Quest 2. Yeah. Or even, you know, if you want something that's a little bit better and you're not bothered about, you, you know, you haven't already got a load of stuff from, uh, from Meta, get a Pico 4. It's, it's better in terms of, of visual quality. So yeah, I, I don't know why they, they're doing it. I, I, whether it was something that the board said, we need to release something cheap. But yeah, um, I'm, 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 I'm hoping that the Pixel, uh, the Crystal, sorry, is, um, is a hell of a lot better than that. <laughs> the, the weird thing is as well, they're, they're launching the, the Crystal in Q3 of this year, but they're launching their 12K uh, wired display in Q4, which is a bit odd. So yeah, don't know what's going on there. No. Driver, uh, sorry, not Driver, Diver X, which are the company behind um, the, <clears throat> I think it was called the Half Dive, which is basically, they, they attempted to to make this sword art online type um, headset where you lay down and wear it. Uh, okay. Um, it didn't sell. It's, uh, uh, it was an interesting yeah. idea, but it was like, nobody uses VR like that. No. Um, not, not, not only like that anyway. But yeah. <laughs> I know who I know what type of people use yeah. VR like that. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they've uh, they've released. I well, say so I say release. They uh, it's on Kickstarter at the moment. But they've produced these haptic gloves, which are looking very promising. They're tracked using uh, Vive or Tundra trackers that basically sit on the top of your hands. They p- provide full skeletal input, so you have got finger tracking, vibration feedback, uh, tactile haptic feedback on the fingertips. And because there's no joysticks, it's like, well, how the hell do you move around? Well, the inputs are actually mapped to gestures um, or to or by connecting your thumb to certain parts on the glove. So it takes it, it takes a little bit of getting used to, but they look really cool. They work very well in continual it, iteration at the moment, because I say this is a Kickstarter campaign. Uh, they're 500 quid on Kickstarter, which, yes, quite high, but there's nothing else like this out on the market that's as good from what I've seen and from what others have said. And I don't know about you guys from, from using VR. It's I get why people have controllers, but I I want to be able to use like move my hands around like I have hands. Yeah, it's you know I want VR. Don't yeah, I mean, controller. My whole thing. This is this is my my whole thing in VR is I want to be able to go in and actually do things like if I'm playing something like you know a Skyrim type game, I want to be able to cast spells with my hands without a controller and just see like stuff appear on my palms and shoot out and do all that kind of stuff i want that kind of immersion you know i want that i want full body tracking so that that's getting kind of again closer to the to the ready play one-esque type of things yeah. that we've seen 
Yeah. And the last one is a company called Ant Reality have showed off um, their AR glasses that they're in that they're developing. Now, from what I've seen, these things are the the displays are super bright, high res. Uh, they show high res AR images. They look amazing, and they also have the or at least their their flagship has the widest field of view ever for AR which is 120 degrees. Now, if you're a VR kind of person, you might think, well, 120, that's not that much. Yeah, but most AR glasses only do 40 to 50 degrees. So that is enormous in comparison. Again, obviously, it's not 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 full VR. These are AR glasses. Um, and a lot of the AR stuff is, is actually coming along in leaps and bounds now. And that's what a lot of, uh, you see it on the Quest Pro as well there with their pass-through. Um, and the same with the uh, the HTC with their pass-through is that they're, they're improving that camera all the time. So rather than what I have on my Rift S, which is a black and white grainy image so that I can just about see where things are so that I don't trip over a cat. These th- this thing is like full color. It's, 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 all, it's, it's getting close to like looking through your phone at, you know, your surroundings when you're taking a photo it's getting to that kind of that kind of clarity which is awesome uh, and i love the way that some of the vr stuff as well so it's like you'll look through it you'll you'll write something next to something on your wall and you'll move away and it'll stay exactly where it is and i, I love all that stuff it's uh yeah so yeah anyway that's there, there was a lot more but that's kind of the the cut down version of some of the stuff that i liked okay are you pretty much done with your your detect stuff to this weekend that is me done, mate, yeah. All right. Okay, so uh, I think we've probably got a little bit more time just to have a little bit of any news, if there is any more news. There is. Yeah, there is. There is quite a bit still, Mr. Steve. Oh, God, no, there isn't, is there? <laughs> yeah, yes, there is. Um, there's a couple of bits I just want to touch on quickly, uh, very quickly, and then I'll get into the main thing. I do want to do want to have a, 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 a ding-dong. A, a moan about, yeah. Um, uh, so just to touch on the uh, we all those that play Fortnite, uh, or a Fortnite, as we commonly call it, as a here as a, as a group of guys, yeah. group of us that play it, um, we'd be pleased to know that the uh, stupid hammer has been nerfed, um, and it's and they basically the Fortnite community are campaign, campaigning for it to be removed from the game completely. Um, so I'm hoping it gets removed from the game in the next patch, as a, as we both know, it's extremely annoying to get sent hundreds of thousands of miles away by being hit by it. And not only that, it does way too much damage. It should really only be one or the other. It should be, you know, you know, good damage, but not. They should get rid of the knockback because apparently the knockback is causing a lot of glitches and bugs. And there's a there's a few bugs with the mantling as well. I don't even notice that we can't mantle in the game now. If you if you try and jump up, he won't auto mantle up 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 ledges. They've uh, they've disabled it because it's been launching people into the stratosphere. So um. They're, they're trying to work on that workaround as well. So the hammer's been nerfed, hopefully removed. Next patch, there's a problem with the uh, jumping around, which they're trying to fix. Um, and the community wants the hammer gone for good, uh, which is usually means it's bolted. Uh, but I think they actually don't want it bolted because bolted means it can come back. They actually want it removed from the game. But there hasn't been a protest against something in the Fortnite game since 2018. So um, I can't remember what that was. But um, yeah, hopefully we'll see the back of that garbage. Hammer, Forspoken's file size, uh, 90 gigabyte on download without the day one patch, which would be additional data required. So um, my question to you guys is, do you think video games are getting too big in gigabyte size? Yes. Uh, yes. So this, this the, you know, <laughs> you're, not you're, looking, you're looking like, I don't know why people would thought that it's a good idea to copy um, 
COD Warfare 200 gigabyte plus installation. It's bad enough World of Warcraft takes up 112 gigabyte. And, uh, the, you know, these consoles don't have a lot of space compared to PC owners that might have, you know, one or two hard drives. Um, for the most part, especially if you have a gaming machine, I think the majority of us that have a gaming computer have a, have additional hard drives yes. um, or M2 cards. Yeah. You know, we have space. You know, space for days, right? Very hard to max out. It's also very bad to max out the space on your hard drive, as it causes performance issues. But yeah, I don't understand why they're like, oh, we'll just uncompress all our files and have 150 gigabyte. Who's going to have 150 gigabyte space? You know, people are going to have to choose between keep deleting stuff and. Playing games that they might not even enjoy, and then you have to go through the whole process of downloading everything. That is a long ass download as well. That isn't quick. The problem, always as always, the problem with that is that you end up you're stuck having to choose that one game, which is I, I guess that's kind of what they're forcing you to do. Like Call of Duty wants to make sure that you stay with Call of Duty and nothing, no other battle royale. So yeah, say, yeah, you're exactly. like, yeah. So let's let's push all of our. Let's give you this much space so you can you have to you're forced to delete every other game. If you're a casual gamer, you don't and you want to jump in and jump out occasionally with friends and you want to play on Call of Duty. Not I'm not suggesting you should because I don't find it any. Uh, you know that's just a personal thing. But yeah, I think it's like look part of crap anyway. But that said, when I did play it, I was forced to have like I had it on the PS PS4. It's like oh we're here. Like, they kept releasing patches. Well, updates as well, yeah. And then the the updates alone were bigger than the game itself. It's yeah, just ridiculous. 40, yeah, it's dumb. Yeah, hundred percent stupid. Um, so yeah, so, no, I don't agree. I don't agree with having these big um things. They really do need to sort of try and sort that out. Um, whether they need to use a different file system or complete create a completely new way that they compress their games or engine on the on the console, they need to do something to ma- to maximize. Maximize space because you know, end of the day, when you buy a console, I don't know why they only come with you. Don't even you don't even get the tetrabyte when you look at the free space. It's usually like seven hundred gigabyte. Where the bloody hell is the two hundred gigabyte gone? You can't tell me that the interface is using two hundred gigabyte. Yeah. And where's the rest of it? You know, it's it's it says one tetrabyte, but it's not. And I think it's misleading. They should say um, you have it is one tetrabyte, but you only have seven hundred gig to use because of the operating system on there. It should declare it on the box that so you've only got 700. And if you've only got 700 gigabyte, what, you're not going to install a game that's going to take 160 gigabyte plus, are you? I mean, it, and it's, that's the only game you're going to play. Um, you know, and then it makes the case that you... So I have a USB hard drive attached to my PS5. That's where I put all my PS4 games. So my PS5 hard drive is purely for PS5 games. And thankfully, there's not a lot of those. So it's get filled up. Um, <laughs> You know, but I just think it's, it's daft. They really do need to sort that out. It's not optimal at all. Um, they can't be expecting everyone to shut up for hard drives all the time. No. Um, especially uh, the fat, the fat system and the, the USB 3.0. Um, even if you buy an external SSD for your PS5, it's still going to be slow. Like it's, it's because of the USBs, the, the processing is going to be really slow, um, and it's going to be marginal improvement on a, a you know the usual two, you know, the other USB. Um, counterparts. Uh, so I don't rec- yeah, if, unless you are desperate for space, I don't recommend um, buying an additional hard drive. Just you know, prioritize your installation games and what you're playing at the moment. If you're not playing anything right now, delete it and you know, try and optimize the space. So if there's no hard drive space, and it'll tell you your PlayStation's running dangerously low on space. Blah, 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 blah. May experience performance issues, and we may die. So you know, it's, 
Yeah. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. Yeah. Get performance issues and you just drop down dead. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know what? Actually, I was I was having this conversation with my boss the other day because uh, we were talking about the size of games, and it got us thinking that. I mean, I know obviously people, you know, if if you know, some people use their own custom game engines, but a lot of people use Unity and or Unreal. Yeah. And it got us thinking. Well, unless they're heavily customized versions, would it not make more sense when you launch a console to include a copy of the engines, especially like Unreal and or well and um, and Unity, because that way you're not having to package the game engine with every single game. Which will reduce the size of the games. So you, what you're saying is that you load up the game in the engine. The same yeah. So space. so the engine is already on. Yeah. The console. So you, yeah. So you basically want an Unreal yeah. launcher. So you have yeah. Well, kind of. So you've got one end. Well, you've got one copy of each engine rather than having yeah. multiple copies yeah, so, for every single game. So yeah. So say so that you buy a game and it say requires Unreal launcher or Unity launcher to to play. Kind of yeah. Or yeah, yeah. Literally, just it knows. You know, it tells the the console which engine it uses yeah. and which potentially it comes with config files for certain settings. Yeah, yeah. And then it uses that. So and then optimizes it. That yeah, that will massively thing. reduce. I mean, again, I mean, yeah, right. You still got the bit. One of the biggest issues is all of the assets. Yeah, texture files and that, and especially yeah. uncompressed, because it depends how the because Unreal Unreal yeah. Engine doesn't compress its files. Yeah. So when you when you're building a world in Unreal Engine, you have to have raw files for it to, to actually register in the game and the coding. And, the, and I don't know if you've used Unreal Engine four. Uh, no, I've only used Unity. Yeah, I've I've used Unreal Engine four, and it basically it, it doesn't compress anything. Any compressed file takes eight ticks longer to load. So I think that's the problem. Is that mm. I don't think it's optimized for that sort of. I get what you're saying. I think it's a good idea. I think it's definitely a good idea. But the way um, Unreal Engine functions in terms of Loading assets. Um, the only way you'd save space is having every com- compressor. Unless they made a specific version for the consoles that reads compressed data, um, then it has to be on an SSD from Mustard. A normal hard drive would just die. Oh yeah, the, there's right. yeah, there's no way of not. You know, there's there's no, especially now with the, with the current generation of consoles. Yeah, they're all they're all, they're all uh, HD textures and things like that. It just takes too long to process. Yeah. Them. Yeah, I think that's why I think that's why we don't get what what you're suggesting. I think it's because they just doesn't doesn't stop. Yeah, like I said, I mean, again, it's thinking about it. Yeah, a lot of it is assets as well. So, yeah. well, in fact, most of it is assets. And so, then there'd probably yeah. be the old copyright stuff as well, core assets being you know available to yeah, the true. person, and then it'd be a, it'd be a minefield mm. to navigate for companies. And I, you know, it's it's a good idea. I do agree. A number of launcher would be beneficial. Um, but in terms of practicality, it'd have to be worked from the ground up, and I don't. Think yeah, now that I think about it, to be honest, I don't know how much space it would actually save. Um, <laughs> not when you like say, well, yeah, you might, yeah, save, save yourself ten meg. Woohoo! Yeah, yeah, one kilobyte. <laughs> um, so the, the last thing I really, oh, there is a couple of bits I could talk about. So I'm just going to gloss over this very quickly. Um, the Microsoft war, the Microsoft buying Blizzard, the war is escalating now. Nvidia and Google have come out and said. No, 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 Microsoft, you can't buy Blizzard because it impacts the third-party section and you have a monopoly of the market, even though we control most of the market. So, you know, it's, 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 they're all just nitpicking bullshit in each other now. I mean, my, my first thought on that is, A, NVIDIA, why the hell do you care? Yeah. You don't do games, you do cards. Exactly. They among do a among they, other things, but you do, do peripherals. They do a streaming service, they do a live service, and they're saying yeah. that they're, because of 
because of Game Pass, their live service will reach more with Blizzard games. The Blizzard games are already on Xbox. Like, yeah. what, what are you talking about? The, the, the arguments are literally non-existent. And Google coming out going, hey, I'm probably... Google and shut up. They just, they just saw it because they lost Stadia because it was yeah. crap. Google have not let <laughs> stand on their, their app store. Their, app, their mobile... They, okay, they, they run mobile games, right? They, they yeah. run mobile games. But that's it. They don't make console games. They don't make PC games. They don't have any impact on that market whatsoever. So them coming out, and coming out in a video... Like brothers in arms, like hey, look at us, idiots. Like <laughs> yes. you haven't got a leg to stand on about it, but they're they're joining Sony's campaign to block Microsoft and Blizzard as the as the FTC are uh, in, investigating. I don't I don't understand what the big deal is. They've already said that the the games are going to be on all the platforms. They're not blocking any sales of anywhere. They're not blocking anything. They just want ownership of Activision to fix it. The, the, the head guy Phil Spencer has already said that. He said he wants to revamp. Blizzard and bring back the good old days. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's, it's that's never going to end. There's going to be more people charming in. Uh, what weight, honestly, are they going to add to that? Not very much because they don't really have an impact on the areas that Microsoft and Blizzard do. I mean, Sony, I can kind of understand a little bit, but, Mark, but Google and Nvidia, really, really, what? Let's go back to your corner. Let's go back to your classroom. Fuck off. You're you're going to effectively squat. You're just doing it for the clicks and views and clout to jump on again. Like I say, jumping on the bandwagon. You know, there's proof positive idiots running by idiots, leading idiots jumping on bandwagons, you know, jumping into things that they know nothing about. And, you know, I just, just find it hilarious that you get these big companies that come out against other big companies going, Oh, you're getting too big. I'm like, Have you looked in yeah. the mirror? That's what she said. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> um, so the last thing, the last thing I wanted to talk about, Steve, if you don't mind, is um, <clears throat> good old shit too. I mean, YouTube uh, changing their policies. Oh yes, um, mm. and this is important because obviously you know I'm a, I'm I'm on the, the YouTube platform. I'm streaming right now on YouTube, um, and uh, you know this this silent change. It was done silently by YouTube um, in November, and what they do is they've changed the rules. Uh, this doesn't really apply to me because I'm not I'm not a nice channel, but um, basically any swear word is not acceptable. Like YouTube kids don't exist apparently, and, and and declaring that our videos are not for kids and declaring that we we don't partake to a, a child audience is uh, not enough, and we are not allowed to say any naughty swears. So we're not allowed to say f we're not allowed to say shit, we're not allowed to say because we're not allowed to say any naughty word. I'm doing this on purpose, by the way. And uh, so I, I, I'm not allowed to say any naughty words. YouTube are like, no, you can't say anything. You can't even say arse. You know, arse is banned. Any naughty words are all treated equally. And obviously there's some big no-no words. The uh, the C word is obviously banned completely. If you do any of this stuff, C word, and there's, a, there's, there's the words that we don't say, you know, like the N word, and um, any sort of like vicious propaganda is automatically banned. That one I understand. Right, that one I understand. That one, I completely understand the removal of, of YouTube uh, video policies. Um, what I don't understand is the silent way they've implemented this. They've, they've retroactively changed it. So now every old YouTuber that has made a commentary with you know a bit of swearing in or an, uh, a violent video game or anything that's uh, not tailored for kids but hasn't been age-gated, so you haven't um, sort of um, age-restricted age your video, 
is declared unsuitable for general viewing because it potentially can be viewed by children. So what is the point of declaring your video is not suitable for children? What is the point of you having a YouTube kids section if you're not going to separate the two and we can't, we don't even know what content we can make and what content we can't make because every single person says something different. Not even YouTube's own staff know what to suggest. There's a guy called RT Game, which first reported on this in December, where his kid-friendly videos were getting flagged for swearing, violence, and other things that didn't exist in the videos. And uh, he lost money um, on his videos, and his all his, and then he reported it to YouTube. Only then YouTube then demonetized twelve other videos for no reason, for no valid reason. They were saying that he's violating terms of service. Uh, and they're, they're pointing and when he asked them can you please point out what is wrong with these videos and what where timestamps are it took him about a week of ranting on twitter people um and other streamers reporting on this issue and other big youtubers getting their own reps in to you know investigate what is going on um eventually they get back to him and tell him that he has two timestamps um and um he's told that where these apparently violations occur so he has two options here. He can either let the video be demonetized or he has to delete the video, losing all of its progress, views, and all the rest of it, and upload a brand new one with the edits in place, which will then be immediately de uh, um, sat on by YouTube's algorithm and not pushed at all because it will be deemed as a, a basically like the echoes of the video will be brought up and they will think it's still a no no video and it will probably get flagged again. So it, this is costing you various YouTubers money. Um, yeah, they, they're, they're changes of no swearing, no violence, and then you have to age gate everything. I don't know if you know what the age gating does in Google. I don't know if you've applied for age gating. Have you guys done the age gating thing on YouTube? Where you have to prove yep. you're 18. Right. Um, this is what they require you to do. They require you to give them credit card details. Not going to happen. Then they require you to give physical proof of your photo ID, so a passport or a driving license to prove you are 18 and above. Uh, no. Exactly. I am not giving them that information. <laughs> Absolutely um, not. <laughs> and, and this is basically a death sentence. If you age gate your, age gate your content, it's a death sentence on YouTube. No matter how popular your channel is, when you age gate your content, it doesn't get pushed by YouTube. They can't have it both ways. You can't say... You can't do this, that, the other, because a child might see it, even though they've got a separate kids app, which every responsible parent and person should be making their kids use, or ideally not using YouTube at all, right? Use your common sense. The majority of YouTube videos, like TikTok, are unsuitable for little kids and teenagers. I'd argue most, like, 15-year-olds should be watching after crap on TikTok. You can see my voice, my throat's going now, right? So I'll make this quick. So YouTube have silently stuffed everybody on this platform. And as an upcoming creator, um, my advice to everyone who, who, is, who has a following, has a fan base, and I, this is probably a bit cheeky to ask, but I would make a Patreon. I would make a donation page or, or a um, PayPal account and try and get self-funded because if they're like these are the accounts that have the subscribe like the join 
you know the join button where you give them like four or five pound a month yeah you know yep. a twitch's subscription service instead yep. of them doing that they do it through patreon or they do it through um paypal because then what you can do is then not mon- not monetize your videos and it doesn't matter what youtube say because you can still upload it um the, the, you don't apparently uh, they say you don't swear in the first 15 seconds of the video and if there's more normal talk than swearing they won't um remove your video however this is wrong and been proven false by a youtuber called prozd who made two videos saying youtube's run by fools and in the first video he waited 15 seconds before swearing his head off at youtube basically doing an angry rant like me and and uh, he tested to see if it was going to demonetize. Two days later, it got demonetized. And then he made another video testing it again, which is, I think has now also been demonetized. And they're not even sticking to their own rules. So how can you work? How can you work for a company or trust a company that changes rules and regulations under your nose without telling you, and literally has a massive impact on your income if you've been making videos for a long time, retroactively deleting or affecting your old content, removing money and, rem- and removing the ability to even edit these videos. All you can do is delete them. And there's no appeal process. The only way you can get anywhere through this company is by moaning and ranting on Twitter. Absolute garbage. I, I will never, ever, ever monetize my videos if I ever get in a position on YouTube like that. Scandalous. You would never work for a company like that. What? 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 Why would you? It's just it's just basically so they don't have to pay out money. That's all it is. And there's also a hidden policy. I found out today there's a hidden policy um, where they can rip, they can, if they pay money into your account and your that video gets flagged for one of their bots or whatever reason they can come up with, they go into your bank account and remove the money that they paid you without even telling you. I'm pretty sure that's illegal. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's illegal. Uh, they, they just claim it as fraud. And I, I don't understand where, that le- where you legally stand in the UK with that. Um, I'm pretty sure that's theft. Because without proving it's fraud, that's theft, isn't it? That's breaking the law. Um, I mean, there's probably a wording that'll get around it, like charge back or something like that. Um, yeah. You know, it's, this- it's, it's, it's similar to how um, you can, um, if, you, if you pay for something, like on eBay via PayPal, you can you can make a claim and that money will get it. It's the benefit is always on the person that's paid the money. So if you're on eBay and you pay money, uh, at least it used to be the case anyway. If I pay money for an item and I don't receive it within an X number of times, so I can actually claim that money back. Yeah, and then the person that sold it would then have to go and prove that they did send it. Yeah. Um, my, my my opinions on this differ. It's well, not actually no, sorry, they don't differ, but they are probably controversial. Uh, I, as as you guys know, I don't have kids, nor am I having kids, so I don't necessarily get the whole, you know, uh, get a full understanding of what it's like to have kids. But the way that I see it is, yes, all right, we live in a much more technologically advanced age now than we used to, but surely. The whole point is you should know what your kids are doing. Yeah. And at a cer- up to a certain age, you need to monitor their internet usage. Yeah. Which you can do quite easily now with software and with a lot of stuff that's pre-built yep. into pretty much every single router out there. Yeah. 
So whilst I, I get the need to protect children, at what point did it seem to disappear from the, you know, to, from it being the responsibility of the parents to the responsibility of people that create content online to make sure they don't offend somebody? Exactly. F off. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's absolutely it's balmy. ridiculous. Yeah. It's so is that the same reason why there's no, what, you know, like, and I know it's a slightly different rant, but it's like, when we were kids at school, you generally speaking, unless you were particularly wild, you had a kind of a healthy, if not respect, then a certain fear of teachers. Whereas now it's like the teachers are just there. They can't do anything. Yeah. I'd hate oh, to be a teacher now. Yeah. I really do feel for them because they have no power. They've got no ability to do anything. Yeah. And then it's, they're only buying title little shits. Yeah. It's just insane. <laughs> it's absolutely insane. Yeah. Earth, sort your shit out. <laughs> yeah. And that, just to go back to, uh, again, just another point just before we wrap up on this. Um, they also are retroactively charging that chargeback to videos as old as three years old. So right, that, is, that, that is ridiculous. Yeah. So money they made three years ago on a video, if it's flagged as inappropriate or could potentially be fraudulent, they take the money they, uh, they think they're owed back out of your account. I, yeah, I mean, that's it's one thing to do something that is maybe a few weeks old. Even then, I'd question it, but to do something that's three years old, because what they're basically saying is, right, whatever you make from YouTube, you can't actually use for the next three years, just yeah. in case. Yeah. That's, you, you cannot run a business like that. No, you're effectively killing the platform. Yeah. Now. There's, there's, there's a point, there's at a point now where everyone's like, well, what do we do? Twitch is crap. YouTube's crap. You know, and a lot of people are just straight up quitting. Like it's it's just it's not on. Like there's a gap in the market here, guys. We yeah, we, 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 we can we can make a platform. You know, if I had if I had the technical know-how, I would make a video um, website like YouTube. To, but the thing is, there's so there's there's such a powerhouse. Anyone that did try and sort of get started will just get shut down by by the corporate because they've just got the power and the money just to shut you up. Like that's the problem. They talk about. Um, monopoly of of um, Microsoft and Blizzard, but I think the monopoly is with Google on video websites. Like there's, they literally there is literally nothing else you can use. Uh, Any anything else it is about is so beaten to death by YouTube. It's uh, it's just it's not even funny anymore. I mean, and, to be honest, the the only thing you can really do is something like Patreon. Create a Patreon, post your videos on there. Yeah. You can post, obviously, you can, you can, you can, I don't know. Well, I, I guess you, there isn't really post, there's such a thing I as post. a free tier. There's yeah. just like, you just post. Yeah. But then you post other content for people that want to pay, or you can just ask people to subscribe for whatever benefits. Yeah. But I believe on Patreon, as long as it doesn't include um, like nudity or sex, you're pretty much okay. Yeah. Well, you got OnlyFans for that. So. Yeah. <laughs> You know, <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just what, what, at what point does the madness end? I, I don't think it does, mate. I, what, at what point does someone with some brain cells actually goes, hang on a minute, we're screwing over our content creators here. Maybe we should think about maybe separating the kids' stuff from the adult stuff and just making the kids' stuff platform and putting all the kids' stuff over there and then maybe put in like a, like a, I don't know, an age test or something like you confirm your age, date of birth and you know 
and you confirm an email address or whatever, and you confirm that you're 18 in the email address. There's no kid's going to do that, right? No, no, no little kid's going to go, what's that? And no, there has to be an easier way of circumventing this. You can't, you can't have anything. Like, you, you can't make anything because a kid might see it. And that's, that is the attitude they're adopting. That's right. If they, if they thought that when the internet was first created, we wouldn't have the internet. <laughs> yeah. You know. It would have remained DARPANET. It would never yeah. have progressed. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I'm, I'm so fed up of all of it. Like, you've you got Twitch letting streamers do whatever, whatever they want, hot tub streamers do whatever they want. You've got people, like, literally getting convicted of, uh, I'm not going to name drop things. There was, a, there was a couple of streamers that got done for sexual assault and that, and um, they deleted their channel, and then they brought them back, and they deleted their channel again. And... You know, there seems to be rampant stupidity on Twitch, and then you go over to YouTube thinking, "No, I'll go to YouTube and see if it's any better." And it's just as bad, if not worse. You know, you get treated like crap on Twitch. You get treated even worse on YouTube. You know, it's it's like there's no middle ground. There's no you don't know. As a content creator, I don't know what I'm allowed to do and what I'm not allowed to do. It's like they're like trying to play football and you're trying to score a goal, and every two seconds they're moving the goalposts. Like you know, to somewhere where you can't put the ball in the net. It's just, it's just daft. It's just balmy. It's like stupidity knows no bounds. And whoever's in charge of this platform, sort it out. Stop making it up as you go along. That's the equivalent of you playing the school school ground rules, and then the, the the kid bully comes on, gets a little rule list, then just writes a new rule list, and go there you go, and then expects everyone just to follow suit with no one on no one knows what's going on. That that is except that is that equivalent of what's happening on YouTube. It's just the absolute morons just dictating to the masses that this is what you should be doing, and we want you want you to do it in tough kitty. We'll we'll take as much money from you as possible while we're doing it. Dumb people on the internet drive me mad. YouTube, you're one of these dumb people. We'll sort it out, and there's no need for this. If you actually look after your creators, you might actually find you make more money. You know, not lose it. You keep doing your dumb self. Steady you... on. That's a that's a bit of radical thinking there, mate. You don't <laughs> want to be careful. That way, madness lies. I've already gone mad. I went mad a long time ago. <laughs> right. Anyway, um, I want to shut up now. And Mr. Steve can take over. <laughs> <laughs> oh great. <Thanks. laughs> oh great. <laughs> I think you've pretty much covered everything now, haven't we? Um, yeah, that's. Pr- I think that's pretty much done. Um, mm, yeah, we've covered all manner of topics tonight. Um, which is which is a first for us for a long time because I, to be honest, the news pre-Christmas was quite poor, and we've had quite a lot already. It's kind of sad to think that this week could be the only week we might actually have any news because next week could be quiet again. We just don't know what's going to happen with the news. It's it's either it's either one week you're going to get loads, and then nothing for ages. It's yeah. kind of it's like waiting for a bus. Yeah, you know, there's well, ages waiting for a bus, and then all of a sudden, three Logan Pauls at once. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, well, I have I have one one minor piece of news. That one minor piece happened. of news. This, this just in. Oh, does this? I have. As it, I wonder if it's the same thing. I've just literally just seen something that was. Um... It's not the same thing. I can guarantee it. <laughs> all right. Okay. Fine. Eh? Okay. Fine. Fine. No. 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 Fair enough. Now, I, I have literally just put in my reservation for a uh, for a crystal headset. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, <laughs> That's the I've, news. I've put it in. 
I, I need to remember that it does go out there because so far I've paid like 35 euros or something, which is fine. But that means I've still got like 1,500 something euros to pay. So I better make sure I've got that by Q3 of this year. Right. <laughs> no games for you then. <laughs> no. Except Hogwarts Legacy, probably. Oh, oh, we should talk about that very quickly. Have you, have you, have you seen the... Um... Sorry, Steve, I know we're wrapping up. But no, I, I, it just reminded me of something I read earlier this week as the hate mobs out in force. Oh, yeah. Um, I know. About, about, uh, about Hogwarts Legacy. And I'm just laughing my arse off um, at these these idiots of the Twitter mob. You know, the council culture is out in force because, you know, J.K. Rowling said men should be men and women should be women. Wow, what 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 a crime, right? So, like, I just don't understand. I don't understand the rage. Like, everyone's entitled to their opinion. If they're not hurting anybody, who gives a shit? Like, honestly, what is what is the point? Um, but the game looks phenomenal. I I, I actually am so tempted to pre-order because it looks absolutely like probably one of the best open world games. Period. Not the fact that it's you know Harry Potter, which I absolutely adore the universe. Um, and I don't know if you saw the latest. Did you see the latest gameplay trailers? I'm sure you must have. Um, I can't show them when the last lot of great they, game. They walk around the open, they walk around the open world. He's arrowing over a cliff and he's got like a raincoat on, and it shows like the uh, combat system in depth. It's switching between Advada Kedavra, and it actually shows the um, enemy's health bar just disintegrate. Uh, but you hit them, <laughs> you hit them with stupefy and the other sort of stunning spells, and their health bar goes down a little bit. Um, the counter system looks really, really, looks really cool. Um, you've got um, the, I can't remember what the name of the spell is, that reveals everything. Revelado? I can't remember the name of it. Revelio or something like that. Revelio, that's it. And they use that in the open world to, to reveal, like, lore cool. and hidden items and hidden hidden um, passageways. The fact that it can be good or evil. Well, I like that. It's exceptionally good. Um, and you've got the whole, you got, then you've got all the other stuff, which is like the, the pet farming. The looking after pets, which give you bonuses and lets you craft special alchemy recipes from their their um, resources that you get from them. Um, you've got your own little sort of in uh, customizable. Oh, what's the room requirement? You yeah, get, you, you, uh, you customize your insides there so much. And how they would how it was all animating in when it does that, you know, does that um, spinning inside out super fast ball sort of animation. It looks, I can't explain it, but it looks awesome. And he was changing all the things, and it was doing all that you know, teleporting animation. And I was like, you know, when they apparate, yeah, you apparate stuff in that's it, that animation it looked incredible. And uh, and I was reading the hate mob, this hate mob video, and 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 there was just like, oh, everyone's out in force to try and stop um, people buying this game. And like every comment underneath these like hate pieces is like, I'm going to buy the game now, just to spite you. I'm going to buy the game. Now. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm buying the game. For, yeah, screw the lot of you. Such a hate mob. I'm buying this game. All you've done. Um, and like, some people even said, I didn't even know about this game because of all the hate, hate behind it. I actually got yeah. me into it. I looked into it. And now I love the game and I've pre ordered it. Screw you guys. It's it what they say, isn't it? There's no such thing as bad, bad publicity. Exactly. Yeah. And um, um, uh, I'm waiting for the religious folk to come out and start bashing the witchcraft angle. I just want to see where, the, where are these million, where apparently is this million, millions, of, um, one million haters, apparently. Uh, boycotting this game well one, good for that one, one million <laughs> out of what 20 million plus are probably going to buy this game i mean you know one million people you're if you are all you know shouting from the rooftops that you should boycott this game because it's 
this phobe, this, that, the other. It's, she's got nothing to do with the creation of the game. It's based on no. the thing that she came up with. Her input and influence is probably non-existent in this game. No, not to the game, I wouldn't have thought, no. no. They've taken the license and they've done what they want with it. You idiots that think that she's built the game from ground ground up and built it, um, you know, with that hateful messaging. The game's more diverse than the entire the planet times 10 over. I mean, you couldn't ask for a more diverse game. You can literally put, there's literally so many people in this game and there's so many walks of life. What do you want? <laughs> it's just, it's like, it's just, they're just not in the same reality, these people. Then These, these uh, cancel culture, these woke, woke fest, uh, which I've gone into length in a quick plug hit, quick plug here in my rant about The Witcher and Henry Cavill on my YouTube channel. Um, I literally go into detail about these woke to this. And it's just, it just doesn't make any sense. And there's absolutely, Bring morons. Just leave the leave the people alone. And the worst thing is they attacking the development team. That's that's the worst thing. Attacking the development team, the voice actors. Um, you know, they're, they're all they're, anyone that's in, affiliated with this product project. They're all like trying to cancel them. But, that's because ninety percent of people don't actually understand that it's got nothing to do with the devs. Yeah, <laughs> at all. Yeah, and whether you agree or disagree with her views, who again? That's it. Who cares? I, I don't necessarily agree or disagree with her views, but. That does that will not stop me from buying a game. I think I'm going to enjoy. Yeah, because it's I mean, not it's not her. Like you say, she created the universe, yes, but she didn't create the game. No, uh, and but she's come out and said that she's not she's not this, she's not that. It's just that's how she looks at the world, and that's fair enough. You know, everyone's entitled to see the world how they want, as long as again, as long as you're not hurting someone and you're not actively trying to cancel people, then it's fine, right? You can think what you like. I yeah, say what for me, this game, whether this game is worth buying or not, is down to can I name my character Voldasani? <laughs> if I can, I'm a happy, I'm a happy cat. <laughs> I, I want to name my character my Wanda's Massive. <laughs> <laughs> just, just for giggles, you know. I would love if they had like a like their Fallout Four situation when they say the name. Wouldn't oh yeah, wouldn't that be hilarious? Oh, oh, it's our student. Oh, that one is massive. Oh, come and say, sir. <laughs> I just, I just, uh, the fact that Simon Pegg is also playing one of the main characters in the He's game. He's the headmaster. Yeah. yeah. So that, that, you know, uh, that gives me credits that the voice acting is going to be beautiful. Uh, yeah. This game looks amazing. Like, I can't, I know, I've, sorry, Steve, I'm really at the end of it. I'll just try to work out which bloody platform to get it on. Uh, I would recommend, um, if you've got a Titec PC, like, like, then I'm, I'm, I'm rocking a, a whopping 1080 Ti. They're still pretty decent, though. It's okay, but the Xbox Series X is a lot. Yeah, I lot would rec- I would recommend on the Xbox Series X if you have one. Yeah, I mean um, the, the reason yeah. I was thinking about the the PC was for uh, potential modding. Yes, and because the yeah. game's cheaper. <laughs> yes, I mean it will run in your it will run in your machine. Oh, um, run. It, it all depends on, yeah. on what CPU you have and what memory you have uh, and I what seven. hard drive you have. Yeah, you're fine. That, 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 literally, honestly, the, the, the 1080 and the 2070, the 1080 is probably better than the 2070. Got the, the 2070 stuff. is what's in my laptop. <laughs> yeah, that's what's in my machine right now. Yeah. Um, and the, the performance and, and the memory bandwidth and stuff it uses marginally, you know, there's, there's not much in it, right? The, the 2070 series was, was a con, really. It didn't really improve upon the 1080 series that much um, mm. for what they charged for it. 
Um, 360, 370 is what you want because it actually is an improvement over the last few generations. Um, but in terms of running, you're running it. It should be fine. I it'll if, run it. It's just I, I if just you're playing that... 10, if you're playing 1080p, it'll yeah. be run. It'll be run fine. I just think like, the visuals are probably going to be better on the Series X. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So like, especially if you've got a 4K TV. Ah, uh, I don't. I got QHD. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, honestly, um, if you have the hardware, it'll be fine. Um, either way. I'm just laughing at Mr. Steve now. Was it? Did you did you spot something, Mr. Steve? I was just wondering when did this turn into the um, the uh, Freddy and um, Bacon tech show? Because literally you've had two Sorry. segments of talking about tech and it's literally... T- <laughs> I, I'm, I'm making use of the fact that I well, didn't have a spotlight. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I understand. I'm, I'm, I'm um, making up for not being here for four You've been so out of it for so long, you're just oh. making up for the lost calls now, aren't you? It's just like... Well, we haven't spoken for such for so long. I'm going to actually make up for it in one one massive podcast. Right. I don't mind. Right. I'm just pointing out that it's it's become it's a tech today. Welcome. All right. That's what it's pointing out. I'm going to edit shut up now. <laughs> I'm oh, going to get yeah. the finger. I'm back. I'm back, and I'm going to get the finger and wiggle already. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do it. I did. <laughs> I didn't. I thinking about it. I didn't do it. <laughs> so, Freddy, what do you think about the new 4000 series cars? Anyway? <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I think it's time to end because we've we've come we've been we've, we've been going for some time. We've we've actually been doing some time now. Yeah, no, it's it's good to have you back, Freddy. I know it's and then just as I said that, he actually disappears off camera. Um, <laughs> he's happy. He's like, well, I'm done. I'm gonna go. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Freddy has just now disappeared. Which leads me to um, think that um, it's probably a good time to actually end it. So yeah, thank you very much for for my two co-hosts. Uh, as I said, there's no Beth this week, so I don't think unless anyone's got a joke of the week, um, we're not got no Beth joke this week. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this from <laughs> I'm gonna take this from the chat because um, like I think we've got one of the, <laughs> what. <laughs> so the the joke this joke this week comes from chat chat. Thank you very much for for joining in on this in this one. Uh, what color is the wind? Blue. There we go. That's the joke of the week. Thank you very much for that. So yeah. Um, thanks for <laughs> thanks for Alex for coming in with that and saving us. I think actually. So that is it for this week. Uh, thank you very much for like I said. Thank you very much to my two co's, uh, the Freddy Show, who came in, who, has, who hasn't been here for some time. So it was nice to actually have you back in uh, on this, and uh, do, do, do appreciate it. And it's also thank you very much to Bacon as well. And uh, hopefully in the next the next episode we will. I keep saying it every week because I'm I'm hoping that we're going to get like the it'll four happen. of us. One week, it'll one happen. week we're going to get the four of us in before someone decides that they need to take a holiday, um, and then we go back to down to three or two again. Um, I'm going I- on holiday next week. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So let's quickly wrap things up then. Uh, as always, let's quickly run onto the socials. Well, I think the the first question should be. Um, I think I, I, I'm going to cover for Beth because she did actually stream. Just she hasn't streamed oh, in right. so long. She hasn't streamed like in a long months, time. 
in about yeah in so so long um but she did actually stream the other um just a couple of days ago we actually played phasmo together and she uh streamed that okay. so yeah uh twitch.tv forward slash pizza beth um so give her a follow if you can bacon you've been busy a lot so i i, I know that you you i missed it i never got a notification but you did actually stream quite recently as well didn't you yeah so the um i, thought, I think it was sunday last i streamed um strange horticulture yes yeah which um, i missed but which you missed I, I streamed for you and you missed so i don't know I never got notification. <laughs> no, to be honest, I never got a notification. And Twitch is always like a day behind a notification. So I, I yeah. read Twitch. I was like, "Oh, you streamed? Oh, when was that? Oh, yesterday. Oh, great." So I I missed it because I never got a notification. Um. So yeah, do apologies for yeah, that. But is- hopefully, no, I'll get no, 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 no. to see you again. Well, there there is a chance, a small chance, um, that I will continue streaming that because I do want to finish it. So yeah. I may continue streaming that tomorrow. Okay, okay. Um, right. I'll try and get a try maybe. and fit. I'll try and get in to see that. What time? Uh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm not actually. I don't think I've got anything planned tomorrow. So chances are it would is likely to be early afternoon. All right. Okay. Okay. okay we'll try. We'll keep an ear out for that. Yeah. And uh, Freddie. Uh, well, as as you are now uh, back in the uh, podcast. Um, do you want to uh, give us your socials, like um, where people can find you, and, and will you be streaming uh, yeah, between find... next week, between now and next Saturday? Uh, you can find me at band at YouTube and Twitch.com because I've probably fed up with me slagging them off. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm on YouTube, um, uh, w.youtube.com forward slash at the Freedy Show, um, the Freedy Show on Twitch, uh, the Freedy Show on Twitter, uh, the Freedy Show on TikTok. Uh, the 3D show on Instagram. Uh, yeah, I'm, I don't use Instagram much. Um, in fact, I don't have access to it, right? I don't know why I mentioned that. I don't know why I thought of it. But uh, yeah, I'm on TikTok. Uh, you, you know, and uh, Am I streaming? Yes. Do I know what I'm playing? Haven't got a clue. Um, I'm probably going to carry on with Signalis on Tuesday. And I may even play a little bit of Burnhouse Lane. Um, oh, yeah. So I good, might do good that choice. as well. Good choice. And, uh, I've also, I've also, I might even do Lorelei as well on Thursday or maybe Friday. I'm not sure yet, but uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to be playing a lot through the whole. I might even start with the Cat Lady and go and go through the games in order. So, because there's a, there's a game called, um, oh, what's it? I think forgot the name of it. There's a game that follows after the events of the Cat Lady. Oh, is it um, um, Bridge? Oh, Down Something, isn't down, it? Down, 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 Hill, down, down something. Can't remember. Down Abbey. No. <laughs> <laughs> down Abbey. Down periscope. <laughs> Downfall. Down, down right. something. Made by Harvester Games. It is. Um, yeah. It's it's basically um, Harvester Games. Yeah. I'm I'm glad you are actually doing it. Um, because I was I was coming around to the same idea as 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 well. So sorry to sort of like step in on you on your little. I don't know. Um, um, social. Um, that's yeah. fine. So we're gonna, I'm going to be playing basically three them games. So that you you got to play the Cat Lady first, and you play Downfall. Uh, they're kind of set in the same universe, and there's a section in Downfall that literally links into the Cat Lady, um, which would be interesting because I didn't know that. I only read that recently. Um, and then I'll be playing uh, Lorelei, uh, and then the but the uh, oh, God, what's cool? Lost that, my brain's just completely gone. Burn, burn the house lane. Burn house, burn house lane. You yeah, wanted to play, yeah, yeah. You wanted to play. Blah, 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 blah. I'm, I'm tired. No, the right. first, the first three you mentioned <laughs> are a trilogy. Yes. Well, oh, um, Lorelei as well. Lorelei, Cat Lady, and um, uh, down the downtown. I didn't know Lorelei was connected to 
Dance yeah, that, that, those three are a trilogy, and then oh. uh, Burnhouse Burn Lane are just part of the Harvester games. So yeah, right. Um, so yeah. Um, okay, so Burnhouse Burn Lane is a new set. Listen, yeah, yeah. So I will, yeah, I will be streaming either one of those games, or I'll be playing multiplayer games, or I, might, I think I will be streaming WoW at some point as well uh, because I like streaming that with the misses. Um, so I might, I might try and do at least four streams next week. Um, you know, at the usual time, uh, eight eight PM GMT. Um, either or most probably on Twitch because of the interaction. Um, until until YouTube gets better at um, interacting with the audience. Um, I'm especially um, just because how awkward YouTube is to use at the moment. Um, once once YouTube gets some integration stuff like Twitch does, then it will be you know fun times for everybody. But uh, yeah, there's going to be no community games for a little while. We're going to be just playing. Um, single player and cut and co-op games for a bit um if i hit 500 subscribers on on um on youtube i will do a community stream and maybe and i might do a giveaway as well off the, off the cat lady of a copy of a cat lady nice 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 okay cool um yeah as for myself i'm back to work as of monday so um i have had a, i've had a week off and it's been a great week because i've got a chance to play burn house Lady, which is why we're talking about it tonight um, and that was a fantastic game, and I'm glad um, I'm glad I picked it up. And uh, because of that, we're less, you know, um, the cat lady is now <laughs> the cat now cat lady is in is now in in the bag. <laughs> hey, um, the bag, cat the cat the bag, yeah, um, yeah. And I'm I'm definitely going to be jumping onto some of those uh, harvester games as well. Um, so I want to do so. I, I do want to continue on those, but but I think. I won't do that straight away because I'm just sort of coming off of one and I want to go, I want to give that little bit of a break and then I'll come back out. Um, I'll come back to some of those at some point. Um, but yeah, there's some games I'll be, I'm going to look up some more games along similar sort of lines at least. Um, and I'm the broken really, sword games. The broken sword. I do actually have a broken sword I've got, game. I've got all of them. I've got all five of them. Um, but I'm slowly realizing that there are some really good point and clicks out there, actually. Yeah. Um, very good stories, very good voice acting in some of them as well. Yeah, um, yeah so there's a couple that I, I'm keeping my eye on. And uh, we're going to start doing single players again. Uh, I'm really enjoying that, doing a series. I haven't done a series. Well, I've done, I suppose, back to back. I have done two series now with the Greatest um, series and then Burnhouse Lane. Um so yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying that. I'm really enjoying sticking to one game, seeing it to the end, and actually getting on with doing that. Um, it's 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 just really good fun. It's nice to actually do those occasionally, and then mix it up with some co-op. So yeah, yeah I'm going to be doing. I'll be back again. Um, hopefully tomorrow, like Sunday. I normally do Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays as my normal streaming times. Well, obviously, the podcast will be on Saturday. So yeah. Uh, nine o'clock for me on Saturdays, but usually Saturdays I can normally throw in um, a day stream. Just I know not everyone can be around for that. Well, I did that today. I finished off the Burnhouse Burnhouse Lane, then we did the podcast, and then Sundays usually I throw in a a cheeky stream around sort of afternoon time, just because back to work. Um, oh God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, the less said the less said the better yeah work Ugh. Ugh. um but who knows 
that could all change soon. Who knows I, what's around? Hopefully, the fingers hopefully. crossed. Fingers crossed. But yeah, that's that's me done um, as well, and that's the podcast pretty much done for another week. Thanks for everyone being here. You can also follow us all on Twitch as well as Twitter, and we've all given our uh, sort of Twitch names, uh, uh, our Twitch channels. But uh, yeah, I know Freddie's already mentioned his um, Twitter, but uh, yeah, if you want to message any of us, it's uh, Funny Bits B or uh, B Sarni or Pizza Beth One or as Freddie so as just said, Freddie Show over on uh, Twitch as well. Yeah, check out the descriptions down below. You can find us over on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Now Music, Amazon Music, and anywhere that you can find a podcast. Look out for the Funny Bits Boy, so Funny Bits B O I. And look out for the um, Bits and Pieces podcast there. And that's where you'll find us. Uh, that's it. We're all, we're all done, pretty much. That's, yeah, we are done. We're out of here. We'll see you again next week. Thanks very much for watching if you was watching live. But thanks for joining us if you at any time on the day that you were listening. <laughs> so thanks it. Until next time. Bye for now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.